Read, fellas. Ooh, ooh. Oh, my goodness. Episode 97. Fuck Hot 97. Fuck Hot Fuck 97. We had up in what? here. What? We, it's a fucking reference to the Wu-Tang doc. Yeah. It's, oh, of course. Well, when we played the Wu-Tang song as an intro, I don't know if that was last episode or the one before. One before. Uh Afterwards, after the intro played out, I went, fuck Hot 97. Remember? It was real memorable. (laughs) Real memorable. (laughs) (laughs) I don't recall that. Anyway. I'm really sorry about that. We didn't address it. We didn't talk about why. No, you did. You said, yep, fuck Hot 97. I mean, I didn't. No, I know. I'm a fucking, I'm an asshole. (laughs) No, I'm saying uh, (laughs) what I'm saying is. Yeah, you know, we didn't go into like we just said it was from the Wu Tang doc. We didn't say what the fucking context was. Yeah. Which the context is uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is that's what I was doing before we started the podcast. I was doing my uh, both the regular radio voice and the DJ voice. The regular radio voice is like, "Welcome to." Hot 97.72. This is Jordan Reed speaking. I'm doing I was doing it better before, but but ba- but basically. But uh but then there's this voice, which he is was... the DJ voice, which is you're listening to the scourge with Jordan. <laughs> like he wants doing it the better. Scourge. This that's my that's my made up name for my radio fucking goofy radio show. The scourge. Nice. We also mentioned that, Jamal. So no, that, no, that's that right. I am a one hundred percent. No one gets you, Morgan. No, no one gets you. Gets <laughs> <me>. <laughs> but fuck out ninety seven. They they went out. Uh, I don't even know why he's Ghostface Killer. I don't either. They didn't really. All they were talking about was that P Diddy and Mace were on stage. <laughs> at this concert put on by Hot 97, which is a New York-based radio station that's national, like it's satellite radio. And it's like the biggest hip-hop radio station. Yeah. And it was put on by them, and for some reason, I don't know if it was like a payment thing, like they paid P. Diddy and Mace the same amount that they paid the whole Wu-Tang Clan or something, but they were all just sort of pissed, and then Ghostface was like, decided to carry that sentiment onto stage. And this, he and walked got out. everyone chanting. Fuck yeah, everyone hot in the audience. He just walked out. Fuck hot ninety-seven. <laughs> and because of that instance, Wu Tang Clan became pretty much just an underground hit. Like they didn't become like if you're wondering why Wu Tang wasn't as like big and mainstream as say Tupac or Big Ear Dr. Dre, it's because of that instance. Because Hot ninety seven. If they don't play your shit, no one does. You have, yeah, you have to be mm. like in the know to hear hip hop that's not played by Hot ninety seven. Hot ninety seven basically is like the top forty for hip hop. So they refused to play Wu Tang after that. Anyways, history lesson done. What a bunch of bitches. <laughs> Fuck Hot ninety seven. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. Fuck Hot ninety seven episode ninety seven refellas. I'm Jordan Morgan. Jamal's up in the building. Um, Yo, but he's not. I'm in a building. <laughs> he's in a. Structure. A structure. Oh, I, oh, wow! But let's. God let's, is real. We're gonna. We got to start it off with energy. God is real, of course, man. we got. I'm in a fucking. I'm in <laughs> four states away. <laughs> energy, y'all. <laughs> oh, 
every time you start this segment, <laughs> I get worried. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of gunfire over there in the... Mm-hmm. Because it's all coming through the phone at like, you know, it's the same. it could be in the room with you. I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it a segment, but <laughs> we'd, uh, we're basically uh, bombarded with fireworks. Friday and Saturday, we had fireworks. Mm-hmm. I thought they were gone because last week. They were it's pretty It's totally low. a segment. It's totally a segment. You're right. <laughs> it's a recurring segment, you fuck. I mean, yeah, it is. As yeah, an intro. <laughs> oh man. We thought we were out of the woods, but we are not no. in the clear yet. I decide I was gonna put my my foot down. Yeah. Anyways. Shout out to Taylor oh, Swift. Oh, that's not what you're talking about. Shout out to Taylor Swift. I said <laughs> Thought out we were woods. out of the out of the woods, but uh-huh. we're not in the clear yet. Yeah. Okay. Jamal got it. No, I yeah, I mean, I, got it. I get that it's a little behind the times. No, I get it. I get Morgan. I just, oh I'm not. You get it. I'm not confused at the lyric and who sung it. I'm confused that we're doing a shout out to Taylor Swift. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, shout out to our bud. Well, it's a, now, it's a shout out to a previous. It's a podcast fucking throwback, I guess. Oh, is yeah, you listen to the whole yeah. album. Yeah. <laughs> We listened to the whole album <laughs> yeah, on air because you, you were no, talking you about did. how much you yeah you did you, and you gave you a whole review. It. I don't know. I remember back in the day when I did a comparison between Taylor Swift and Beyonce Knowles' vocals. But you, the, no, there you was an episode. To the entire album. <laughs> I don't think and you gave it like a track. Why are you saying it like that? Review. Why are you saying it like I, bl- I listened to the entire album? <laughs> I listened to entire you albums did. all the time. <laughs> you, yeah, but what? you listened to this entire album. Yeah. So it was a Grammy nominated album. You listened to all the Grammy nominated albums. Exactly. For, for, Thanks for, for the context, context. Morgan. <laughs> Jamal over here, fucking <laughs> fake news. You're fucking. You're fucking <laughs> so offended that you about an album that you listened to. <laughs> What what's what am I offended by? Like, I guess I be- I guess I'm behind what's going on over here. Oh. I, don't, I don't get this. Just, These kids. Yeah. I'm just fucking, no wonder I'm you just guys fucking. No wonder you you didn't like Jordan when you were a kid. Jamal. I know because Joel doesn't get me. I know he just doesn't get me, man. I don't get him. But he fucking will listen to an entire album and then tell me he didn't listen to an entire album. When did I say he didn't listen thing. to it? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I never said that. She has a new album. Yes, I know. I, I, I not to heard, it. I have not listened to that. I can honestly tell you, I've not listened to that. I will for the podcast. What though. would you rate it? I actually only listened to um, half of it. How does it? Stack you know up? what I listened to when I listened to it? I listened to it on our last run. Ah. It's not a running album, so I bailed a few tracks in. I didn't think it was too bad. Um, but it's very it just low wasn't you pumped. energy, not super poppy. Oh yeah, it's, it's our Elliot Smith album. Yes. Oh, was that self-titled? No, I don't know okay. what it's called. Is it called Twenty Seven or something? <laughs> no, I will tell you right now. It is called. That's boop, Adele. Boop, boop, Adele boop, does her age. Folklore: The Salt Box House <laughs> Chapter. <laughs> what? The salt box chapter? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Well, it's not even the title. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. It's called Folklore. It's called Taylor Swift. It's called Folklore. Okay. Uh, What's the salt box chapter? I don't know. It's like a different a sort of a... I think it's a track on there, potentially. Where did you read it just now? Uh, it's the first thing that pops up. That no, a, it's, a, sing- it's a different single? version. It's a different version, I think. You guys are you're saying things too fast. Yeah, we're, we're really doing some crosstalk here. I don't know. It, it's the first thing that comes up when you type in Taylor Swift, and then you go to her fucking page, her Apple Music page. The first thing, the like featured thing... It says folklore dot dot colon. That's what that's called. Folklore colon. <laughs> do not do vertical dots. <laughs> the salt box house chapter. <laughs> <laughs> they recorded in a house chapter. In a church. Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. All right. Well, I'll listen to this album and then give you my review. All right. Maybe the next like time. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see how my week goes. Um, this past week, however, um, it's been a very uh, thematic week for me. I've been getting uh, lots of sort of pandemic-y things from all sides, <laughs> filling all my holes. Pandemic, oh. I'm telling you. Oh, uh, all right. Fucking. Are you okay? Uh, pandemic in the real life, of course, we all know. Pandemic in the book I'm reading, The Stand, and then uh, basically Pandemic Outbreak. I've been playing Resident Evil 2 remake. It's just zom- oh. zombies. Just zombies. Oh, I figured it out. Sorry. So there's... Oh, okay, we're going back. Under singles and EPs, she breaks up the album into three different chapters. There's the escapism chapter, the sleepless nights chapter, and the salt box house chapter. I will be listening to the salt box chapter. <laughs> <laughs> we should each take on a different chapter. Oh, let's all <laughs> and then combine the chapters. <laughs> and then we combine knowledge. I'm down. Let's totally do that. I want the escapism fucking mind trap over here. <laughs> all right. Um... But yeah, I've been uh, I've been playing that Resident Evil Two remake. I know yeah. you really like it. It's so Jordan good. Jordan really likes it's it. It's so good. It's he came down good. the first night he played it, and he was like, "I've never seen him so happy." <laughs> Aw. Other than when Zelda <laughs> this was wedding happened. night level fucking yeah enjoyment oh, wow. I'm getting out of this game. I mean, his eyes were wide like a young boy. Well, the thing is, usually you ask. Usually you're curious about how I am oh, I, and I, taking. I know. I apologize. I was just in the middle of a... No, I wasn't. Your own life. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I finished playing Anti-Chamber, which is that puzzle game I went into a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Beat that yeah. guy. Escaped the Anti-Chamber escapism. Nice. And then uh, jumped. my next game jumped into Resident Evil 2 Remake, which I've played the original. And the original is done in sort of a fixed camera. Same with, stop that shit. Okay. Just clicking her pen over here. The original is done <laughs> in the same way, fixed camera, haunted house setting. Um, you walk your character through and there would be like a zombie that jumps out. And it's done in a very horror, uh, suspenseful way. Dark, moody lighting, uh, creepy music, jump scares. I was in the, the middle like. of watching a movie 
Yeah, I think you were. Yeah, okay. And then, uh, so Resident Evil 2 follows suit, except it's done in a police de- uh, an abandoned police department, and the outbreak is going on outside the police department, and you have to fucking figure a way out. Um, it's dope. It's fu- So the original, I mean, it's dope. It's a fun game. I mean, they're classics, the originals. But the remake, I mean, they went all out. This is a fucking full-on not-fixed camera. It's done in the third person, and you're walking through and they get everything right about this man like it's scary as shit there's fucking it's i mean i want to play this on a big screen in a dark room volume way the fuck up and just scare the pants off you because i mean it's dark there's zombies coming out from oh, the way they move is scary there because it's like slow and they they give you like no ammunition in the game it's like all resource <laughs> management and every time you miss you're like fuck like it's just like <laughs> it's so fucking it ramps up the intensity and all everything they do like the the PlayStation 4 controllers i totally forgot that they even had this feature and it it, it it sort of spooked me when it happened no all controllers mm. shake oh Come okay. on. <laughs> but uh they <laughs> they're like you find keys and stuff to unlock certain doors <laughs> and you stick the key in the lock and turn it, the fucking sound of the key unlocking comes out of the controller. Oh. Loud as oh. fuck. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's everything, aesthetically, this game is so good. <laughs> High praise. It's been out for like two years now. And they just, I mean, I think maybe this past year or the year before, maybe it was last year, they dropped the Resident Evil 3 remake, and I'm totally getting that now that I've seen how good this one is. Nice. So. We're all very happy for you. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, this game, (laughs) this fucking game, they had a, I mean, Uh, no spoilers, but there's this zombie called the Tyrant mm. in it, and you're Mm. walking down a hallway, and it is my nightmare 2.0 nightmare nightmare clown like you're walking and then this thing just fucking there's a helicopter that's crashed through the wall and you're walking to the helicopter sort of blocking the way this zombie is like the height of the hallway like he's as tall as the hallway is and he's wearing like a trench coat Mm. and a hat and he's fucking he's like the rock and he just lifts this fucking helicopter out of the way (laughs) And then he's just standing at the end of this hallway. And then the music is like, and he just starts walking slowly towards you. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> like, everything they do about this game is like scary. I mean, the only thing that would make it scarier if is if it was VR. As I mean, tall as the mm. hall. Would you say that hall is 10 feet tall? No, I'd say that hall is mm. eight, eight and a half, nine feet tall. Mm. Like, he's the height of like an, an NBA player, maybe oh, a little right. taller. All right. So like Yao Ming, perhaps. Yeah. Sure. So With the, the lyric, ten, I love you more than a man who's 10 feet tall, still stands because it's a zombie. No. Let me rethink my logic here. You got some logic to rethink. It Take your like. time. <laughs> um, I'll love you more than a man who's 10 feet tall. There is no such man. Or check zombie. out this motherfucker. You just called the they just call him the tyrant. Yeah. And throughout the game, no matter where, like you'll be like trying to solve a puzzle in a room, and then the music will go, <laughs> like you just hear the footsteps, <laughs> and that means he entered the room you're in, and you're like, fucking shit, man, and like you can't kill him. He just comes at you. You just have to fucking run away or 
It's a fun game, man. <laughs> That's all I got to say. I'm into it. Because uh, that's the thing with these Resident Evil movies. Like, Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games ever. And I can't wait for them to remake that. Hopefully, they remake that one in the same way. I mean, that's sort of like... This is sort of done in the style of Resident Evil 4. It was sort of the first of its kind, that third-person view. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does everything right, where it has that third person. And it's still a survival horror, where everything... Horror? Horror, horror, and it's that it's like you know scary first and foremost and suspenseful, and then action Mm -hmm. it takes a back seat to that Mm -hmm. good gameplay and action. Whereas Resident Evil Five, what they did that fucked the whole thing up was it's like a fucking action video game. Like the zombies run fast, and it's like and you're like plowing down a bunch of them. It just becomes like every other sort of shooter you know where you're just killing things yeah. left and right and there's it's not scary at all so you wouldn't say you're a horror whore oh i, I would say i totally am you are yeah okay. i'm a horror for that for a, like where it does the atmosphere so well so yeah resident Evil 2 remake definitely hits the all of that it's like there's not hordes of zombies there's just <laughs> there's just fucking two or three in a room basically and they move slow and they come, but it's just the way that they're won't die. And like, sometimes you'll be walking over a dead one and then it'll like wake up and it'll grab your leg. And you'll be like, fuck it. You'll have to like look down, shoot it. It's just all that little shit. You'll be walking and then one will like fall through the, uh, ceiling boards. What are they called? Ceiling tiles. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just like, but it won't be alive. You know, just the dead body will hang there. And, but the yeah. music is all done. Perfect. Perfect timing to jump you out your boots it is good, man. So wanted to give a good positive review off the bat there. Nice. Um, yeah. How far into it are you? I'm about to beat Leon's story. So you can play Leon's story and then you can play Claire's story. Leon Kennedy is the hero of RE2 and RE4. Chris Redfield is the hero of RE1, and I've never played RE3 even though I own it. <laughs> but I've never played it. But I can't wait to play the remake. Anyways, it's... Uh, what was your question? How far are you <laughs> into it? <laughs> into this particular one? Yeah, I'm about to beat Leon's story. Swag. So you're almost Would you, halfway. If you had to give it a... Oh, okay. Oh, word. I see. I wasn't even following what you said. If I had to do what? <laughs> if you had to give it a percentage. <laughs> completion yeah, yeah. Uh, 50 I guess uh, almost so there's that of course the real pandemic I got going on and then, uh, then I've, been re- I've been reading the stand I guess we'll get into reading later yes um, but I just that all goes to show that I've been having fucking dreams about murder and death and sicknesses and nice. disease and it's, it's fucking great man Oh, nice. Yeah. To really immerse yourself in that sort of stuff, it's quite nice. Tell right. us about one of your yeah. dreams. No, I don't do that. Although I did dream about... Uh, <laughs> I did dream about <laughs> Hannibal. <laughs> oh, yeah? There's a segue here. Oh, my God. Finale. <laughs> you get right, this is what everyone's waiting for. Everyone's like, come on, dude. Just of get course. to it. We're 20 minutes in, and they're really going to wait 20 minutes to get into this. Hannibal finale, season one finale. We finally watched it. Oh boy. Who oh boy. 
Is it? Is it twisty and turny? Um, is it? I mean, basically what happens is they mm-hmm. pin all these murders that Hannibal been do- doing on Will. <laughs> Lip quiver. Nice. And Will, for the first half of this episode, thinks he really did commit him because mm-hmm. he's going crazy. And it's not until like halfway in that he realizes that he's not the murderer, but someone else is setting him up and doing it. And then right like final five minutes, he figures out it's Hannibal. And then Hannibal pulling his strings. Uh, How did he figure out it was Hannibal? He just, he, he's an empath. Okay. He feels it. <laughs> <laughs> Took and, him a uh, while. He sees him as Satan. Like mm. he shows him and he almost superimposes like the devil himself over Hannibal. Right, right. So artistically he knows. Well, it's, it's religious upbringing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much. <laughs> so, one, thing so that I found, one thing that I found interesting um, is that he's locked. He's like, you know, in an orange jumpsuit in like the interrogation <laughs> room. Yeah. Handcuffed. And then his uh, one of his like fuck buddies, fuck therapists, <laughs> yeah. like walks in, huh? like his friend that also is like a consultant for the FBI, and she does like it is not important. <laughs> she, she comes oh, it's in. not. I, I was picturing, I was picturing another inmate. <laughs> no, no, no. He's not an inmate like, at this fuck? point. He's just. I mean, in, that like, stuff a happens, you know. <laughs> they like brought him in because they suspect that he might be a killer. So she comes in to talk to him and then she's like, I'll take care of your dogs while you're locked <laughs> up. <laughs> and he has like 19 dogs, yeah. which oh. they just show him at his house with his dogs. <laughs> and they don't really go into much detail about how he's traveling all over the world, catching these <laughs> serial killers. <laughs> Who's taking care of all these dogs? Right. It's because he's an empath. Jesus. You know, he gets the good, good vibes from the dogs well it it begs Mm. the question i know this is the question on the tip of everyone's tongue (laughs) of is there a number of dogs you could have or all of a sudden now they're they're (laughs) self-sustaining like they don't need to anymore it's like it's like you have one dog that's a lot of responsibility you have two that's even more and it ramps up all the way until you get to about i don't know like maybe 11 dogs well what's crazy is they all dramatically i mean we don't Completely. He doesn't seem to have a yard or anything. Like they all hang out in the house. Oh, he is like a fenced-in yard, though. I mean, right. But that's what I'm saying. Like they become a pack now, and they can just self-sustain. Oh, so because they're he's eating in the rabbits, woods, they they're eating squirrels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fed. And they get plenty of water off all the fucking sweat that he's. From his night terrors, <laughs> that he <just laughs> wakes up just soaked, and they're just getting that salty water yeah. off of him. Mm. I mean, so that was that was curious about, yeah, just what's going on with his dogs that they don't address. <laughs> and then another thing that apparently he is just a huge hobby man at is creating these fly fishing lures that he's like an expert, and they could like throughout he's yeah. like. But he never show maybe once or twice it shows him like making his own maybe fishing twice lures at the most. It shows Hannibal doing it once, yeah, and, and then putting one on his rack. I think it might just be once then. Yeah, so it's like we're supposed to believe that he's like this expert fishing lure craftsman, 
It's like, mm-hmm. this guy has no time. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> There's no way. And so it's just like, oh, here's all these things that he's really good at that we never see him do. And it comes into play like at the very last episode where they're like, there's human body parts next to him with these fishing lures. Like those are his trophies are these fishing lures. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, they also show him fly, uh, fly fishing for the first time in the finale. No, they don't. That is on season two, episode one, which I was like, let's see oh, how this fucking sorry. starts. My bad. Yeah, we didn't watch the whole thing, but we definitely started it just to see how, like, I just wanted to see if Will is actually in it, basically. Yeah. Because he goes yeah. to prison at the end of, like, the the very last shot of the season finale is Hannibal walking down the very similar looking silence of the Lambs police or the prison where Hannibal is locked uh-huh. up. And it's like Hannibal walking and looking at Will in the prison, the same way that Jodie Foster is looking at uh-huh. fucking anthony hops so uh and that's how it sort of ends and i'm like okay will's locked up but then it starts off season two and he's it shows him fly fishing <laughs> i'm like okay the writers got the idea that we have to actually show him doing this once or twice <laughs> if we're yeah. gonna claim that he's all about that life but uh yeah those fishing lures it's funny the lawrence fishburne character the head of the fbi or whatever walks in and he's like we found your fishing lure <laughs> collection well he's like yeah i, I, hope, I, I so. Also hope so i have it out in the open <laughs> and then he's like anything to say about that he's like i don't know what you're talking about because hannibal is the one who fucking put all the body parts and shit in the fishing right rows. and so it's just it's dumb anyways that is season one y'all lawrence what, what, she had to give it a percentage morgan yeah. Season one? Season one. Uh, I'd give it a 8%. Oh, my God. You think that's, that's too much? Oh. No, I think it's oh. way little. I mean, I feel, I feel like they tried. Jesus. Um, I've, I 8% is 90 Day Fiance. I mean, 8% is 100% Mads Mikkelsen rating. The full 100%. That makes up that eight percent. Okay. Everything else negative points. <laughs> I mean, I would give it a, <laughs> I'd give it thirty-one percent. Wow. Yeah. It's quick math. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a high percentage. Yeah, I mean, it's not good, and it is a failing grade. <laughs> you know, I'm saying like you see yeah. thirty, you see something on Rotten Tomatoes, thirty-one percent. You're probably not going to be itching to go see that. Mm-hmm. Bad. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else I really liked about it <laughs> that would warrant fresh. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um. Yeah, it's not that. It wasn't my favorite show. <laughs> I'm proud of you guys uh, sticking through it. Even it's though not you too hard to probably watch very, very early on that it was uh, pretty bad. Yeah. For the listeners. Yeah. What have you been up to, Jamal? Oh, boy. What have I been up to? I've uh, been watching some movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I watched, uh, I, I, I watched Kung Fu Hustle. You ever seen Kung Fu Hustle? Of course. You've been I'd really never seen into it. the Kung Fu. Yeah, Kung Fu Hustle's dope. 
Yeah, it's very good. And I really enjoyed it. I like the um, setting of Kung Fu. It's like all takes place in that little weird apartment complex, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, it's super dope. I'm going to make that my movie rental of the week. I I, uh, I was surprised I hadn't seen it. I definitely heard of it. I think I had definitely seen the beginning of it at a friend's house, at like a sleepover in elementary school. Yeah, it's a weird uh, one. Where you just see that guy's ass hanging out of his fucking pants. Um, like, I'm not gay. Turn it off. I'm not gay. I'm going to bed. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then here I am now, a gay man watching Kung Fu Hustle for the first time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, know. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, and then I uh, rented Hero. Nice. Uh, very good. It. Oh, watch. Very it. good movie. Moon. Moon. Huh? Moon. 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 Isn't that the female interest of the movie? Moon. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> That's her fucking name. Her fucking name is. <laughs> you think you're probably right. It's great. It's it's super good. And and uh it it the way the wire work compared to crouching tiger is is way better oh yeah yeah i remember loving hero and just the way it colors work is yeah super yeah. dope the retelling of the stories and stuff is every time it's a new color yeah it's gorgeous Be- beautifully done i gotta get that in ultra hd which Ooh. did we talk about this i don't think so ultra hd Ultra 4K. I mean, not being on the TV scene for so long, I didn't realize that. I mean, I heard of 4K, but I didn't realize that there was this thing called Ultra HD that we've been missing out on. And now we have this TV that's ultra capable. You you can pretty much shit on it unless you're watching things on Ultra HD. Like the TV is, what are you doing with an OLED if you're not watching things in Ultra HD? Mm -hmm. You know? Sure. So we specifically set out to. Or I did to like look at what is available in Ultra HD. Right. Like what What are the best movies to watch to really get the best use out of this OLED? So mm-hmm. one of them, a, a lot of the frequent suggestions said uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Okay. Which I've I've seen recently, so I was like, I won't watch that. Mm-hmm. I'll keep that on the back burner. But another one was Blade Runner 2049, which was the main movie that I wanted to rewatch upon getting this TV. So, of course, we did yeah. that. And, who boy. Such a dope movie. Gorgeous. It's super mm. good. I wonder if I think it was as good if it didn't look as good as it did. Because mm, it's, it's a huge component. I really love the story that happened. I do, too. I think it's a good... But it's almost like the story wouldn't have engaged the audience it's almost would be too procedural i think i mean i like the high concept of it about fucking we created robots that have now been able to give birth themselves you know Mm -hmm. just this whole what what are the implications of that and all that but just seeing the scene this movie is a fucking piece of art it's super and so especially seeing it on this fucking t i mean it's just so good and the music's great, just mm-hmm. the the ambiance. Of, I mean, I'm a fucking sucker for a good atmosphere, you know? So that was enjoyable to rewatch that. Morgan fell asleep 
Um. <laughs> just in the last like 40 minutes i was str- i struggled it's a long one it's a long movie but it's so good um yeah, yeah. i i know it's blasphemous and i probably talked about this on the pod but i've seen it one time and it was on my i watched it on my iphone <laughs> blasphemous yeah I, I liked it i mean yeah but I mean, come on it's really a movie that you should have seen in theater. Like, yeah. Seeing I know, it. I know. It's so good. It's the most visually stunning movie in existence, and it came out fucking two years ago, two or three years ago. I don't think there's mm. been a movie to top it as far as the effects. Dune comes out this December, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dune Dilemma in December. Can't mm. wait. Um, to complete the Dune Dilemma. (laughs) (laughs) So, we did that. Also talking about movies, R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. Yes, of course. Super sad. I didn't know that he was sick, did you? No. No, I didn't know. I don't know if he did that, so... I don't know if it's, uh... If it was common knowledge or not. I don't know. I talked to other people and no one seems to have known that. I mean, I feel like a lot of, especially like having like a, that Marvel contract. Yeah. You didn't want to be like, oh, by the way. They're forcing me to work while in between yeah. my <laughs> chemo treatments. Right. But al- also like <laughs> you, you, they sign up for like n- 19 Uh-oh. movie contracts, yeah. you know, it's like, this is how right. like Will's dogs amounts of movies <laughs> that these people have to make. <laughs> And to for him to like oh before you just to make sure full disclosure <laughs> of colon cancer I doubt yeah that was on the front of his mind to do but maybe I don't know I yeah. I don't know anything about the goings on of that but super like holy fuck yeah I mean I'm a Beats man yeah. myself but R. B. Bose man <laughs> okay. <a> good job. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How to make how to make it light, yeah. um, but in the honor, yeah. I think we're gonna watch. We haven't watched it yet, but this week we definitely have to watch *The Five Bloods*, which is the Spike Lee movie that he's starring in. We'll have to give that a watch because I hear it's good. Yeah, I think that's all I've really watched. Oh, we watched. What did we just finish watching? *The oh, Great Hack*. *The Great Hack*, which is what not is about. Is that about you? Nah. <laughs> 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 It's about <laughs> hacking, about about, da- about data Cambridge mining, Analytica. Cambridge Analytica. That'll. I don't really recommend it. Mm-mm. It's not. I mean, it's like. I don't know. It's, to me, it was like I, it didn't really tell me anything. I didn't already kind of know. Right, and kind of, I was interested in it because I don't know much about it. Right, and so like, I don't feel like it. I feel like the the. The details I didn't know that were relevant could have been summed up swiftly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's basically, to get give you the drift, there's Cambridge Analytica that are using data from uh, humans. Facebook to, to user then target, data. Target oh. ads and basically swayed the way populations think by yeah. knowing basically who you are and how they can manipulate you. And so they fucking do, and they do it in several different countries, and they show that 
and then they were like, okay, we're getting pretty good. Let's do it in UK and America with the 2016 election and the Brexit situation. And so they just go into that. Super fun. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Sounds like fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really apply. I'm not on Facebook, so I don't really, I can't be manipulated. <laughs> what about Instagram? <laughs> not on Instagram. <laughs> Definitely not on Instagram. You are on Facebook. I'm not. You you have a Facebook. Oh, yeah, but they're not getting any data from me. Like any recent data. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been on it. Yes, I have. Yes, there is a profile. I used to have Facebook, yeah, and then I just stopped using it. Right. Yeah. You have. You have. Facebook. I haven't. Yeah, but I haven't. You're on Facebook. If someone were to search you, they would of find Of course. You. That's not what we're talking about here. Okay. I'm talking about, I'm not, I'm not on there. You're on the grid, but you're not on the grid. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, my profile is on it, but I personally oh, gotcha. am not putting my eyeballs on it. You know what I'm saying? No, that's not, that was not their point. I thought I thought they they use the Facebook data, but they they use targeted ads. Oh sure. no! I guess they the majority of, of the it, budget was for Facebook ads. Yes. Yeah. It's because that's what you're interacting with and looking at, and then you see your friends right behave a certain way, and you're like, oh, they have a point, or you just keep seeing the same thing over and over and over again, and it make it gives you a certain idea of what the world is actually yeah. like, as opposed right. to just echo oh, chambers. Exactly. So they make you think like, oh, things are crazy when it's really like, no, it's not. And a lot of times it's not even about getting you to think a certain way. It's about getting you more into whatever you are thinking deeper and then getting the other side thinking there and standing up for their shit. And now this just creates this polarization, Mm -hmm. divide and conquer situation, which is what we're seeing. It's like (laughs) whenever you fucking feel like you are so up against this other side. It's like, dude, you're being played, homie. You're being played. Yeah. They are more we are more common than we are different. And that's what we gotta we gotta do, man. We gotta love each other. So um that's play R E two, I highly recommend it. <laughs> uh, I watched some shit. Fucking Morgan gorgeous. watched so much shit. <laughs> I did not watch so much. I have three things. Damn. I watched uh <laughs> Half of what one you want to bring that one up first? Sure. I watched the last. I watched one. Actually, Good. I was gonna bring it up last. Well, I just brought it up. Why last? Because <laughs> okay. that's how it, there's just a little foreshadowing. Because I, I read them. I mean, I put <laughs> sorry. I listed them how I watched them, and that was the last one I watched. Mm. You did the and- same fucking shit to me <laughs> with Yip Man. <laughs> So what about Yip Man 4? I was like, God damn it. All right, I'll get into Yip Man 4. Well, what's the point of talking about Karate Kid? Before we talk- oh, yeah, Clue. Oh, what's the fuck fucking talk about worse. fucking... Speaking of Karate Kid... I wanted kid. to break it up. Yeah, but I wanted. <laughs> yeah. I had already looked up all the fucking RT tomato scores for Yip Man, and I had them on deck, and now you're trying to change up the fucking strategy. <laughs> Speaking of Karate Sorry my kid, movies didn't go the way you wanted them to go. I... <laughs> divulged to jordan and he was in disbelief um oh i've not actually seen the karate kid oh sorry for all the fucking spoilers man oh it's it's you didn't spoil totally fine no i'm i am i am sorry (laughs) i mean in case you didn't know daniel's on triumphs 
But uh, it's one of the greatest. See, she doesn't even know. (laughs) It's over two hours long. Did you know that? It's like two hours and six minutes, yeah. (laughs) I don't want to watch that shit. I feel like it would be lost on me. Okay. I think it's worth I think it's worth watching, but you've seen it more recently. At least watch the first one. Yeah, the first one I feel like it's definitely worth it. Especially just to at least be in the know. Mm, I know the The wax on, wax off situation yeah but you don't you don't like you do but you yeah don't he's know. doing the he's waxing the car or whatever it does and he's making some sort of a uh an analogy to karate yeah moves. i know I, I understand you logically understand the <laughs> reference yeah because it's been done millions of times uh-huh. i feel like that's been done you know on the level of the fucking matrix fallback move, uh, okay slow-mo yeah. um both good moves. <laughs> very, I highly recommended a real <laughs> confrontation. Both very effective moves. <laughs> wax on, wax off to block. Backwards, and to fall dodge, back to dodge. Fucking snap your spine in half. <laughs> oh, speaking no, of, no, no, come speaking on of, now. He fucking season two, season two, episode one. Hannibal opens. Oh, oh my god! With a hardcore <laughs> yes. Bruce Lee martial art fucking no fight scene between Just... Hannibal and Lawrence Fishburne, gray-haired Lawrence Fishburne, fat as fuck, fighting. Like seriously, like you know that move with like someone's holding like a piece of cloth and you like go to punch them and they wrap the cloth around your hand and then like. Oh. Pull it tight or whatever. Twist you. Yeah, they twist oh you around. Or he's holding like yeah. a knife and like instead he like wraps it around their the arm. They scene. do that move like twice. <laughs> Lots of flipping over the shoulders of Giants. Yeah. Are they doing like fucking martial arts? Yeah. No, they're doing straight up like, you know, and by the way, Lord Fishburne is wearing a full suit and tie nice and and hannibal's wearing like, what's his weight up. situation oh he's at least 240 <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god it's Jesus it's Christ. pretty funny and then it, it ends with like lawrence Fisher- Mads mickelson fucking eating him yeah he eats gobbles him up if you will. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. okay. he like uh <laughs> alive which is an, this is like completely unbelievable but Lawrence Fishburne takes his tie off, chokes Mads Mickelson out, strangles him with the tie. But nope, uh, Mads Mickelson, Hannibal, is uh, fainting, feigning, feigning being yeah, unconscious, right. which is like, right, you right. can't do that. F-E-I-G. If someone no, no, is cutting it's off. That, it's, something that a ch- it's something that like a child would think you could do. Oh, if someone tried to choke me, I would just pretend to pass out first. So they'd let up. Yeah, no, you can't And then when that. they think that I'm gone, then I get up and I actually attack <laughs> those are people who have never been choked out before (laughs) like i can tell you (laughs) for certain that you cannot do that if someone is actively choking you will you will if they are hitting your carotids you're gonna fucking faint you're gonna go what if he's not hitting it he is he has a a tie completely around his throat and he's he's why would he (laughs) lightly tug but that's what you would assume by the way mads mickelson is feigning (laughs) being passed out and crawling his hand over to a shard of glass and then fucking gut checking him i'm like jesus okay completely disbelief but as soon as he does that it goes fucking 12 weeks earlier yeah and now i don't know if we don't get back to that scene until the finale or what Mm because we haven't finished the first episode but that's a little preview for next week i guess (laughs) so it goes that then the fly fishing yes it goes that and then 
fucking Hannibal's like, I gotta go see Will in jail. And then he goes, what, what's the he first? He says that to fucking dead-ass, broke-ass fucking Lawrence Fishburne? No, he said, it goes 12 weeks earlier, and then it's like Matt's talking to his therapist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and by the way, the whole him fly fishing is all just in his head. He's just like meditating in prison. Okay. That's his happy place. Fucking ghoul. He's lost in thought. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, martial arts, why we get there, fighting, Karate Kid. Karate, karate Kid. I was going to talk about kid. what I watched. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I watched Athlete A. You watched that? You I didn't told realize. me I should. No, no. It's okay that you did. <laughs> oh I just didn't realize that you had actually Trouble watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Is it a movie or? I thought it's it was a, a series. It's a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're allowed to oh, watch okay. it. <laughs> we, the thing was guys. is we You just talked, never told, told me about it. I said, what am I allowed to watch? And I go, can I watch Athlete A? And he goes, yes, you should. And then I watched it. Yeah. But I thought you instead watched that fucking- <laughs> No. You need to get I a dirt bike movie. Home stenographer. Uh, a home stenographer. Yeah. I definitely watched it. It was good. <laughs> was it good? Yeah. Was it better than the HBO one? <laughs> Not just- was it good? I think so. Or was, was it like just good out of spite? Was it better than, um, like, did it go into more detail in general? Because that one, the HBO one, just profiles the fucking one doctor guy right. who raped like 400 So this is more about uh, USA Gymnastics. In general? Yes. But it's about the abusing children, right? Yes. So there's more than just that one doctor. It's like a yes, but it's it's more about the n- mental and emotional and physical, but not necessarily <laughs> child rape um, uh, abuse of USA Gymnastics as an organization. Of just like the amount of pressure they put on these girls to fucking compete. Mm. Um. Yes. And yeah, but I mean, they're children. I don't know. I mean, I can see arguments for both. Obviously, get the fucking child rape out of there. But right, and people talk sure. about, and that's actually even mentioned, of like you know, <laughs> they even go so far <laughs> as to mention it. <laughs> they even go out on a limb and say, "Hey, Dad, naughty, naughty, don't do that." You know well, what? I don't know. This is I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> You know, about how, like, when some of these girls started there, they're like, you know, wow, like, it's, or or they told some of their parents, you know, like, they're pretty strict or whatever, and and we were like, yeah, well, they also win, so it's like, they're all willing to do it, and that's why they stay there, but, but I don't know, you would like it, I think you would really like it. I think I would, too. I mean... Yeah, I guess I get the argument both sides is like, but it's fucking, why would you push your child, you know, to do something that's crazy? But it's like, I don't know. Like, there is something to be said about having It's not, not really just a them pushing child. them. It's like, it's like some shady shit they do. Right, well, I'm not talking, I don't like that shady shit. And also, like, just their awareness of multiple complaints of other 
sexual nature. Yeah, we've already gone. People. I've already <laughs> fucking right, disclosed. Get that shit. Get that here. shit the fuck out. Of, that's right. not okay. I'm saying all that aside. I, I'm just talking about. I haven't seen it, obviously, yeah. but in general, just. I mean, doing they, hard sports, like doing and going for it. No, but they make like, them the like work the... injured, like badly injured, and yeah. like there's retaliation if they don't, and. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is that sound it sounds like fuck that. Like these are kids, yeah. like leave They them would line them up and like rank them every day before like before they left. They'd like line them all up in that order. That seems fine. Like I That's know. The, that is the least egregious thing I've heard <laughs> out of everything you've said so far. <laughs> I know. They, I would rate them. they would rate yeah, them. Yeah, people are better and than then others. They would line them up <laughs> and rank them. Yeah. I mean, were they ranking them on how hot they were <laughs> as children? No, but they're making <laughs> lots of comments about their weight. Well, I mean, that's important when it comes to gymnastics, though. <laughs> I know, but these Is are little girls. <laughs> They're little girls, you know. Oh my god! No, I know. That's what I'm saying. When you have that, men- that's the mentality of like a parent who wants to raise a happy child. <laughs> right? They're just little girl. Like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. but if you want to raise somebody, I just feel like there's a lot of testimonials from children who were pushed hard like that as children to try and <laughs> succeed. I'm like now they as adults are very. Full functioning. Here's the problem, though. Right, very that, Stockholm syndrome-y. Is to, that yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Women's gymnastics is like the only sport where they compete in the Olympics. Like the whole team is fucking under twenty. Right, because I mean that just happens to be the age where these people can do these incredible feats. I don't know. <laughs> I don't cert- think that's true. What do you mean? You're trying to tell me there's fucking older women than that who are outperforming? Well, they these show light the of- <laughs> women of well, no, I guess you're right. Here's the thing is pr- before the 1970s, so mid- in like 1974, there was this gymnast competing in the olympics from i can't remember the fucking name of the country china nope it's uh it's definitely a romania 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 who was like a little she's like a little person little girl (laughs) little woman Uh and she fucking won and her coaches were the were the people who like are the head the main people at USA Gymnastics? There are three Romanians that started this uh-huh. training camp in this USA Gymnastics. Are those the, those are the same trainers that that are profiled in the fucking thing in the HBO documentary? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't like that, them. They show footage of gymnasts prior to that, and they're all. Well, not all of them. I didn't see all of them. But uh, <laughs> they look... On average. Like like adult women. <laughs> um, and... They show that when? Before 1974. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, shit. It hasn't always been this way. Is it, but that's just how it works. Right. Yeah. No, that's Sports why I said you're progress. not wrong. Yeah. 
to where you it's like you're not wrong per se especially in recent years when people are like with the internet and data mining cambridge analytica <laughs> You can really see what, how do you get the best performance? What is the fucking optimal, whatever? Mm-hmm. And it, it becomes Gattaca, where it's like, we don't give, we, we're not even going to give you a shot if you're not meeting these requirements. If you're not fucking young right. as fuck, if you're not this weight, if you're not even like this fucking body type build, you know? Yeah. Cause one of the girls is like, yeah, I never made the Olympic team. I wasn't the right body type. Like, you're not even going to get a shot. Like, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have more spunk than anybody and really <laughs> want it, but we don't even fuck you. Like, you just don't have that leg up, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, you, you're not fucking at least six, two good fucking luck making the NBA, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like it's going to yeah. be very hard. Yeah. I guess my point being that, Okay, so you go from a situation where it's like, yeah, you might push really hard or you might have a one-off. You're sending your child who is super young and potentially going to be on the Olympic team Mm -hmm. under the care of these adults Mm -hmm. at these training camps and stuff, and you trust that they're, I don't know. I think the parents who do that I yeah I think yeah they have some sort of high level of compartmentalization when they do shit like that yeah not even that but I feel like they understand that they're putting their children through fucking hell well so they can come out yes agreed like that's like they don't give a fuck about their child's happiness yeah in like the short term like we doing this because. Not only it's, your it's more dream. selfish, of course, yeah. But the, but ostensibly, they just say that hey, we're doing this so you will feel that fucking elation right. that I never had as a kid because I fucking tried and failed my yeah. whole life. Right. So I'm gonna put this on you now, my child, to yeah. fucking try and be a winner. Right. So go for it, so we can have Lots fame of, of you being vicarious. Yeah. Fucking dreams being fulfilled. Word. So yeah. I yeah, but I mean yeah, I think uh yeah, it's a co- I feel like it should then become a question if, if things like this are coming out like I I don't know. It just like I don't know what the age restriction is. Here's the thing. I think it's 14. Here's or why 16. it here's why it comes into play. Because I think you're actually right about all of that. Like First of all, the athletes themselves are like, we want to. Of course. Yeah. I mean, they're brainwashed, but of course they want it. Right. Well, you just hit the nail on the head. So the reason it comes into play is that. But who isn't? Right. Uh, <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. Um, is because by the time they get to the sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. they've been kind of coached into thinking like, I don't stick up whatever these adults have to say. Right, they're soldiers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Again, <laughs> if if it's impossible to have this Olympics fucking team mm-hmm. to create these girls to do incredible athletic feats without having the child rape, then fucking <laughs> the sport goes in the trash. Of course. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can't have the sport then. I'm saying if you if you are somehow, who knows how to do it, 
Who knows how to fucking have a sport without child rape? I don't know. <laughs> but if you could somehow come up with a way to do that, then I think that now there's a conversation to be had about whether how hard are we allowed to well, push I our think, children to become great, you know? I think yeah. I think even, you know, the child rape aside, <laughs> there are, there's other levels of, like, there should be stopping points before it gets there, you know, as far as, like, uh, emotional and and even other forms of physical abuse or whatever. But, see, when you say emotional abuse, abuse stuff, I feel like that's just a shaky line. Like, anybody can, can complain, like, lose. Well, like, that's mean, what I participation mean, for, is. The emotional no, abuse of I'm, losing. No, what I'm saying is, is uh, for their age. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they need to bump the age bracket up or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but they're... 16 someone who's so malleable like the best of the best that go to the olympics they're like 16 i mean obviously they start way younger than that to become great yeah but when they're going to the olympics a 16 year old i feel like they have the the mental fortitude to take the fucking pressure of performing these athletic like that's like by the time you're 16 i feel like you put it on yourself to yeah. win it's not like oh they want my parents want it like by the time you're 16 you're like i want this you know what i'm saying yeah no and most of them wanted it before then of course yeah but i'm saying like i don't think there is an emotional abuse at that level uh, once you get to that age i feel like either you fucking again child abuse aside <laughs> asterisks here but if you're still in it at that level and you've made it, and you're fucking 16, ready to go to the Olympics, I mean, this is your game, you know? Mm -hmm. If someone were to walk up to you and be, and, and be like, hey, you were abused young, not not sexually, but like emotionally and and abused physically, they'd be like, go fuck yourself, I'm going to the Olympics. Well, athlete A <laughs> is Maggie Nichols, who didn't make the 20. 16 olympic team okay athlete a is maggie nichols who when she was 15 went to the went to the ranch went to usa gymnastics the ranch where where larry nasser worked uh -huh. and she was fine with all the other shit but she's the one who first was like what the fuck like she asked ali raceman like does this guy do this to you like she was fine with she went to did gymnastics in minnesota so again like, you're going back to the child rape though it's not okay no no, no. <laughs> I, what but i'm agreeing with you because i'm saying she had no issue with the coaching right the fucking she had an hard issue. Yeah. level of she had coaching. an issue the only issue she raised was this was the child rape and uh that's like, what the fuck? And then she didn't, the reason she didn't make the Olympic team is because she made that complaint. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like for, I mean, they are, they're children. So like, and taking like a subjective, you know, first person point of view on like what they think about if this is abuse or isn't abuse, I feel like the, wa the water gets really muddy there as far as like what is actually okay. And what's not, I feel like it needs to be an objective bird's eye view. Look at the practices or whatever. Um, you know, even if they're like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, that just goes back to like brainwashing and shit. 
Yeah. And like Stockholm syndrome. But here's like the that. counter argument. If you want to have uh, oversight on that, and I think there should 100% be oversight as far as, okay, after the coaching is done, you uh, you don't get to fucking touch these girls, okay? You don't get to fucking be alone in the doctor's office with this girl, with okay? All that well, oversight. a lot of times they weren't I'm all for. In the doctor's office. Okay, yeah, but that's what I'm saying, like, you have to have that sort of it's someone who is objectively knows what is right and what is wrong yeah. when it comes to that. But if you want someone there also to have oversight over whether or not you're pushing these girls too hard, well, their that's parents fine too. were in the room a lot of the time when he abused them. I know. Again, you're going back to the child. I'm abuse. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm saying for what Wait, Jamal what? is saying. Yeah, he would just block. That's yeah. They go into that in the fucking HBO documentary. I know. I remember. Yeah. Because they don't, because he's saying, because he's a doctor. He's, he's, he's a fucking doctor, physical therapist doctor. He's like, he's telling this. Oh. And they're like, and the parents are just like, we don't know. We just want them to be a winner. Like, it's a fucking, it's a fucking whole thing is that Nasser guy is a piece of shit. And he's in prison now forever. So mm-hmm. it's good. Um, but going back to what Jamal was saying, as far as like, Sorry. they don't know their children. So we should, you know, know better about what the abuse is and stuff. That's fine. If you want an oversight committee mm-hmm. seeing whether or not these girls are being pushed too hard physically and emotionally to accomplish these things, cool. That's that's great. However, you you're not getting on the podium. <laughs> you're just not. Because fuck you if you think other countries are going to abide by that. That's what I'm ta- well, that's that goes back to me talking about raising the age bracket, right? You shouldn't if it if it takes if that's what it's going to take. It's like you're saying you should take the sport away. Okay, you can't have the sport if you're going to have child rape. Well, I think that's what I'm saying. Like you, there should be other things before that that should also be not okay. Right. That but, if it takes those things to get the sport, you don't get to have the sport. Yeah, but you're still going to have say they rate the Olympics raise the age bracket. You have to be 18 to compete in the Olympics. You mm-hmm. think that these girls are just not going to practice until they're 18 to be Olympic level? They're going to be pushed their entire lives. Right, but uh, but they will go to gyms where other girls, it they, they've filtered down like them into this USA Gymnastics, which is they're all trying to be Olympians. Here's the thing. So Maggie Nichols joins Ohio <laughs> Here State. She's going to bring up child rape. That, okay. No, I'm not. She joins Ohio <laughs> State after she leaves USA Gymnastics after she doesn't make the the Olympic team. She fucking uh, wins it for them. Like she won all around. She won, anyway. She won all of them all of all the years. Whatever. But the other thing is like her mom says like yeah like you know ever since she joined Ohio State she's like the coaches are nice like gymnastics is fun the girls are nice like blah blah. blah. Uh, and they and they're winning or whatever. So I'm just extrapolating into trying to figure out what that means as a non-athlete. Where like, I guess it's just how it is, and this is just how you win, right? Which, which there might be some objective truth to that, exactly. Right? Like, yes, thank it does you, take that to to you know to to win. Maybe like you just break it down to whatever, and like this formula equals a fucking champion. You, we shouldn't. You have to look at that morally and feel like if that's really what it takes, 
then you don't get to have the fucking sport. Like that's fucking so fucked up. But you're you're going into the the moral argument of sports in general. Yeah, morally, there's so many concussions in the NFL. We should be stopping this. It's just not going to happen. Like there's too many people. There's too much money involved. I'm not saying right or wrong, whatever. I'm just saying, if you want to have morals in sports, you're you're not gonna win. I don't know. Fucking start up the fucking New Orleans I... morals and see if they win. I don't know. <laughs> fucking <laughs> that, that could be your team name. Let's see if you guys get the fucking championship. The Minnesota I have to go to fucking morals. New Orleans. You want to go with that one? You know, I was, I was thinking about <laughs> how fucking people like live like in. New Orleans, you know, <laughs> and like fucking why every year a fucking hurricane hits your fucking town, you know, <laughs> give or take. Oh, fuck it. Look at Jamal on his high horse. Doesn't know, understand what it's like to have a home. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't know what that's it's what like saying, to have, have roots in a family at a location. <laughs> move. Take, decide to move somewhere else. If you can. Doesn't know what it means to have a community over here. <laughs> just fucking speaking for everyone else. I'm just saying, think about it, man. Just every year, just about every year, even once in your lifetime is a lot, you know? Yeah. Your entire town is destroyed. Yeah, yeah. man. I mean, I I think now... It wasn't always that way. It probably. wasn't always that way. Like it was manageable, <laughs> but it, you know, eventually something's got to give. Of course, I mean that they've been projecting it for like a, a while. Levy? <laughs> exactly, they've been projecting nah. it for a while. As far as you know, New Orleans is not going to be a city for long, and Miami mm-hmm. is going to be underwater, fucking yeah. very soon. Yeah. You know, I I think it's, I mean, it's an inconvenient truth. Oh, Ooh, another fucking you know thing. Don't live in that gulf <laughs> around that gulf, <laughs> and that's in the fucking scrum of the U.S. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right. I mean, I'd like to visit. Yeah. What else have you seen, athlete? That's what I like to fucking talk about a, a documentary I've never seen, and then that way form lots of opinions, and then watch it and have them like. Okay. Break them down, change them. my mind, or whatever. And not even that I have the opposite opinion. Now I feel like opinion, you but. won't. Now I feel like you're going to be purposefully like extra scrutinizing it or something. Not at all true. I yeah. fucking I am more often than not very persuaded by documentaries. <laughs> like whatever their fucking point of view is, I'm fucking all in. Immigration Nation being a fucking prime example. I am like, holy fuck, this is so fucked up. We haven't right. even finished it yet. Yeah, that's <laughs> we true. We have to take breaks. It's so it's d- sad. And Morgan keeps sleeping, but like, it's <laughs> really like, holy smokes, man. Right along the lines of fucking hurricanes, these immigrants, they fucking will move to towns that have been hit by a hurricane oh, yeah. so they can re build their buildings and shit because right. that's what what they work they know how to do so they'll stand outside uh-huh. of a home depot and get picked oh, I'm up sorry, i didn't realize fucking laura was creating jobs <laughs> yeah and then i mean someone's got to do it and <laughs> a lot of people don't want to but these immigrants are willing to do the work and they fucking will rebuild these towns doing a great job and all, all these people are happy with their work and then these fucking asshole 
people that contract them out will be like, yeah, I'm just not going to pay you. Mm-hmm. And if you fucking uh, complain about it, I'm, I'm going to call ICE. It's just like, this is so fucked up. Like, it's so, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, they rebuild people's towns. <laughs> and then they're just yeah. left to be like, okay, now you, we don't want earth. you here. Yeah, it's uh, it's sad. What else have you seen, Morgan? Okay, Jen. I watched <laughs> Tell Me Who I Am, another documentary you haven't seen. What is it? Well, everything you're about to say is stuff I haven't seen, but... Is that yeah. the one? Is that the one with the bikes accident? Yes. Twins. Yes. Okay. Twins. Let me tell. <laughs> let me. I've not seen this documentary. Okay. Morgan gave me a brief synopsis. I will tell you everything okay. about this movie <laughs> based on what I remember okay. from what Morgan told me, and then Morgan, you okay. correct me if I'm wrong or okay. if, you, if, if there's other additional things that okay. need to happen. Okay. At, at the end or as you go? Um, we could play it by ear. Probably like as I go. Yeah. Maybe I'll okay. ask you like or throw it to you. But here's my breakdown of Tell Me Who I Am. Okay. Netflix doc. Is it right. a Netflix original? No, it's a British film. Oh, British film. I told film. you this in the synopsis. Yeah, I don't remember much. Here we go. <laughs> so All right. this is this movie is about is a documentary about uh these twins who are of a, who are throughout the movie, I think they're being interviewed and they're in their fifties and uh, basically what happens is um, one of the twins, when he is 18 years old, gets in like a motorcycle accident and afterwards has no memory of anything that happened before. And the only thing he remembers is that he has a, a twin brother and he remembers his twin brother. And uh, Morgan, what, what do you want to say? Yeah. Feel so, free to interject. Sure. Well, because you're not wrong per se, but like I just wanted to add some more detail He doesn't, it's not like he wakes up and he's like, I remember I have a twin brother. His brother is right, like the first thing he sees when he opens his eyes and he says, hi, he says, hi, Marcus. Okay. So he's like, hi, Marcus. Oh, hi, Mark. And he thinks he's fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then uh, it turns out he doesn't remember shit. He He doesn't know his name. He doesn't know. He doesn't know his mama, doesn't know his papa. He doesn't know how to tie his shoes. Um, So now his older brother I mean, his same age brother, twin, tells him to how to teach him how to do all this stuff again as an adult. And he's like, fucking it. Eh. And, and all the while. As an 18 year old adult. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's, I, I think that's adult. I know. It's just funny. They can give consent. So <laughs> he, uh, they, they fuck. He's like, oh man, I'm, I'm so dumb. And he's like, no, you're not, man. We're, hel- I'm helping you out. We're brothers. And then they go back to the house and they fucking, he walks them into the shed that they live in. He's like, why are we living in the shed? There's a big old house right there. He doesn't say that. And he's like, he's like, no, this is just, this is the way thing is. This is the way things are. And his brother's like, oh yeah, I don't know shit. So I'll just, I'll go with that. Like, what do I know? You know, I only know what I know and Uh I don't know shit. So (laughs) they go into this house, shack. (laughs) <laughs> the shack that's on the side it's of the big shack. house. I mean, they have like a TV and a kitchen and bedroom thing happening. Okay, they're in a guest house. Yeah, on the like side a of, of a house. big house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they are fucking padlocked up in there, not allowed <laughs> yeah. to leave. No, no, what? Not true. They just don't have keys to the main house. They're they can walk out of their own house. <laughs> yeah. You didn't tell me that. 
You said that they locked him in this fucking shed. No, I did not. You said they were locked in a no, shed. No, I didn't. <laughs> yes, you did. No, I didn't. Now I don't believe any. I know this doc more than Morgan does. So, <laughs> fucking turns out the parents are rude to them. Lock him in this fucking building. And then the dad dies. And all the while, we don't know. Like, we only know what the brother is. He only knows the accident boy. Only knows what Marcus is telling him. His name is Alex, the other one. Alex, the accident boy. Um, He Mm -hmm. seems to be like, something's not right, maybe. Okay. But Marcus. Here's, can I, okay. But Marcus is not, we get the idea that Marcus is not telling him a big piece of what's going on here. And it is kind of weird that they're locked Mm. up in a shed. Let's not forget about that. All right. Sure. So some weird's happening. So the fucking dad dies. Uh, They don't go, they don't really go into it though. We don't know. (laughs) We don't just know what Marcus, well, I'm right. She knows I'm right. So we go on. God, okay. Dad dies. Okay, but and it's like we do, it, but it's not in the way you think. And Marcus doesn't even give a fuck that the dad dies. He's like, I don't care. Dad's dead. Good. Good. So good. Marcus is like, that's kind of weird. Aren't we supposed to mourn fathers? Alex. Sorry, Alex. Are we supposed to mourn our fathers? He says, and then quote. <laughs> And then <laughs> Marcus is like, this is so weird, man. Why, Alex, like, what, what aren't you telling me? You're not telling me anything. Boom, mother, hit with a brain tumor. <laughs> Just oh. smack dab right in her fucking Boom, brat. Man. God damn. Mother dies of brain tumorage. And then mm. uh, they go to clean up the, the house. Turns out, like they'll, they'll they'll get invited to the house back when the parents were alive for like dinner and stuff. But then back to the shed you go. They go into the fucking house and clean up everything. And up in the fucking attic, there's just Christmas presents from all the fucking people who are sending gifts to them that the parents hid wow. from them and never passed them along. I mean, oh my god, isn't that just that Jeez. things could it's not like get worse jerks. than that. <laughs> things could not get worse than not getting no. all these gifts that are still wrapped up in this attic that are not being given yeah. to them. Christmas Morgan's and telling birthday. me. Morgan's I telling think it's me, amazing that the curiosity didn't get the better of the parents, you know? <laughs> She's clearly <laughs> a hoarder. Me. The mother is just a hoarder. I mean, isn't this just the most heart- Morgan's telling me it's the most heartbreaking thing that they didn't get their Christmas presents. Christmas Super heart- or birthday. Yeah. Super heartbreaking. So then they or go birthday? Yeah, damn. They open a wardrobe in their fucking mom's bedroom. No. In the fucking living room. No. In the kitchen. No. <laughs> in the basement? No. In the attic. It's in a bathroom. <laughs> Didn't I say bathroom? No. You said no. bedroom. <laughs> they open this wardrobe. <laughs> Full of sex toys. Oh my God! Dildies, Ooh. pildies, flippers, <laughs> don't say. flappers, smack stones, um, but twirlies. So they have all these sex toys, right? And uh, they're like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." Move on. They go into the the mom's closet, and there's a hidden box, a hidden uh, wall compartment. <laughs> 
And they're like, this is kind of okay. weird. And there's a lock on it. And they're like, oh, let's find the key. And so they, there's a whole fun, like, it's about probably 37 minutes of the documentary is them doing this fun, no. like, scavenger hunt for this key. It's like two seconds. And so they find this key <laughs> and open it up. And there is a picture with their heads chopped off. No, the picture is torn. So their heads are removed from the photo. But it's definitely them okay. as children. Butt naked, nude photo of them. How old? Oh my! They are God. fucking seven. They're around age ten. Okay, my bad. They're around age ten, and of a nude photo of them with the top—is it torn off or is it just out? They're out of frame. No, they're cut with scissors. Cut with scissors off. off. Mm. So it's like, what the fuck? So now Marcus sees this and he's like, "What the fuck are you not telling me?" Alex sees it. No, but Marcus is the is the dumb no, one. No, Alex is the accident boy. Correct. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Alex is like, what's going on, Marcus? <laughs> what are you not telling me? Do you remember this incident? Are you like, what's go- what was this? What is this from? Alex then divulges. Oh yeah. <laughs> or sorry, Marcus then divulges. He doesn't mm-hmm. divulge. In the movie that I saw. He yeah. Did. Okay. <laughs> He divulges that, oh, yeah, our mother raped the fuck out of us and also drove us to her friend's house, dropped them off so their friends could rape them, picked them up. What? No, he knows that they're- Don't say they're... no like this isn't like the way off the mark. This oh, is... no, you're, you're right. The thing <laughs> you're wrong about is that he doesn't know the extent- so he asks him there that day when they are 32 years old, did mom sexually abuse us or no? And he says, he nods his head. That's all he says and refuses to talk about it for the next 20 years. Oh my God. So this documentary filming is the first time that he learns the extent of the abuse. Continue on. Oh, I mean, I already... That's that's the fucking climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking like whoever thought of like, there's nothing scarier than that, man. Yeah. Then your mom doing that to you. Yeah. Yeah. She would just leave them, uh, not together. She would take one of them, and drive them to a friend's house. Male friends. I don't know if there were female ones. They only spoke of the males. And she would have dinner with them and a glass of wine, and then she would leave, and they stayed the night and were raped by said friend, and then she would pick them up in the morning. Super fun. Till they were That's 14. So crazy. Jesus Dude. Christ. The last time it happened was when Marcus was 14, or when they were both 14. I was just scared out of my pants playing Resident Evil 2, I came back, she tells me this. I'm like, fucking Christ, man. You're going to sleep. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. God. You actually did a pretty good job. I mean, really, overall, you got to the climax, so. I know, but I mean, it, I mean, it was really the misdirector, the Christmas presents. I was like, fuck <laughs> the Christmas pre- Are you joking right now? <laughs> so, 
I mean, all this stuff, fucking child, there's a lot of child rape in this fucking episode. Child rape and diseases, pandemics. I mean, I hope we're all, are we all feeling okay I didn't know. Are we all feeling okay right now? Here's the synopsis. Jamal, are you feeling a little febrile? Are you feeling a little febrile? Feeling a little queasy. You know what's funny is. Are you feeling a little febrile? I watched Tell Me Who I Am right up. Oh, is that your wad? Word of the day, febrile. (laughs) Okay. Give me a, can I, Complete my phrase, please. Yes. My sentence that you guys interrupted me on. I watched, uh, no, it's okay. I watched, uh, (laughs) tell me who I am immediately following athlete a had no idea that that's what it was about. Like who knew the twist ending was right. (laughs) was the same subject matter of the previous thing you'd watch. Febrile. No, febrile is pronounced F E B R I L E. Yeah. Now, this new, new, I don't know, guys, I don't know if you noticed this new thing I'm doing. Instead of just saying, word of the wad and blow my wad, I'm done doing that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen to the previous episodes mm-hmm. if you want to get that funny joke. But <laughs> what I'm doing now, I'm just going to work it in. <laughs> I'm just going to work the word nice. in. Well, now, I was too busy trying to get my point across before you guys were talking over me, so I didn't actually hear how you worked it in. So I feel like I'm at a disadvantage. Right. Yeah, I was trying to almost sneak it in and then have... <laughs> I wanted what Jamal eventually did after I said it three times. Yeah. Was he like, what? <laughs> so now you guys know that I'm going to do that. So feel free to be like, is that the word of the day? All right? Okay. And then I'll be like, it is. Ding, ding, ding. And then we can go into it real quick. Okay. Ding, it ding, sounds ding. Good. But since since I'm trying to work it in, I think it gives a little context to the word. And so hopefully... If you it helps with the definition, which you guys obviously. The fuck did you say though? You said like, "Did you febrile?" Is that what you said? <laughs> no, I said, I said, "Are you are you are you are you a bit? Fe- are you feeling a little febrile?" Oh, okay. Are, are you febrile? <laughs> Am I febrile? Got it. <laughs> Not did I febrile? So much context. Am I febrile? Are you febrile? Um, well, no, it, there was context. <laughs> Because I was talking about, oh, we're talking right, about right, all this right. pandemic stuff. Oh my are God. we all okay? Or Jamal, are, are, are you febrile? <laughs> are, you, are you strong? Uh, is that me? Like sick to your stomach? Well, opposite guesses. Sick to the stomach or strong? Um, <laughs> both of those. Strong. Jamal, I mean, Jamal, you're not completely off, but you are off. Because when you're saying sick to your stomach, that's more of a figurative thing. Like... Sick to your stomach, of course, it has roots. And you know, like, it could be literal. It can be, but usually when you say that, you're just like, you're disgusted. It's not that you're right, but I feel like it's sick. derived from, of course, very physical yes. sensations that you're feeling. Right, you can be disgusted real. to the point of actual vomit, but, uh, but you know, it's a turn of phrase. A lot of times, people will say, "Right," but it's it makes based me sick to my stomach when they're not Ill. really, you know. Yeah, I mean, it is used that way, but I feel like you can use it very literally. Ah, oh, the flu. I was fucking sick to my stomach. Fucking. Maybe you're right. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, usually you say not. As I say it, it doesn't see it. I don't think I've ever fucking said that. <laughs> the flu. It makes me sick I've to my stomach. used it that way. <laughs> no, I'm saying like this child abuse stuff. It makes me sick to my stomach. Which um, Right, right, right. It's like, uh, yes, you can... Like, if it was your own child, it would make you sick to your stomach to the point of probably actually vomiting, mm-hmm. physically ill. Right. Anyways, fucking febrile. 
it's having or showing symptoms of a fever. Oh. So very, very, now I'm at a loss for words, but very uh, on point for this uh, episode, I feel. Yeah. Feverish. Yeah. Word. All right, Morgan. The last thing I watched was Tread. Tread. It's a doc. Tread. Have you heard of this doc, Jamal? Tread? I haven't, but can I break it down? Yes, sure. please. I like this. It's about uh, we open in like a like a child sex dungeon or something like that, right? Okay. Well, how am I doing so far? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, you go ahead. You take it from here, buddy. <laughs> Me? Oh, because I haven't seen it. Okay. No. So the, in the yeah, yeah, sex yeah. Dungeon. Now you. <laughs> now you take it from here. <laughs> um. There's a revolt of children. Basically, it <laughs> weaves the narrative of this small town in Colorado, Granby, oh. Colorado. And, uh, Granby. And, like, the first hour is about kind of like, so it's about this guy, Marv. Specifically. Oh, hi, oh, Marv. Hi, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> specifically. We meet Marv. Oh, hi, Marv. And uh, um, he... <sighs> it's great. They kind of, like, interview all these, like, different other townspeople about, like, about him and, like, some interactions that they had. But they're alluding to an incident, aren't they? Yes, From the and beginning. alluding to an incident. Thank you. Yeah. You're so much better at giving synopses than me. For movies that I haven't seen, yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm. They're alluding to uh, an incident. And so you know it's all building up to this like event, but you don't know what it is. And um, then this is where Jordan comes in. I actually physically walked into the room, <laughs> which there's about an hour left of this documentary. <laughs> no, thir- there's 36 minutes. 36 minutes left of the documentary, and I watched from here. The first thing I see watching <laughs> is this fucking bulldozer tank exploding out of a shed, yeah, like blowing its way out. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, holy fuck, this is fucking dope. <laughs> this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And I just, I mean, I got all the uh, whatever backstory Morgan was able to instill in, into me from her because I was, I don't know why this guy's doing it, but there's a man. In a fucking bulldozer tank that yeah, he built, an armored bulldozer. He mm-hmm. personally built, like it's this makeshift. He's a he's a welder. Yeah, so it's just like this steel box. But people with talk a big about bulldozer how he's like so like throughout the whole doc. Before then, they're they're always making references to how like he was so talented and he made all these custom things and he could fix everything. Like they're just like really hammer and heavy. How good he is. At a, the as tradesman. A, yeah, yeah. And he fucking, he takes this tank and he goes to this like construction site of this guy's business, like a concrete center or something. Yeah. And he fucking just rams the fucking walls of this warehouse. And the, the guys are like, stop. Like they're trying to stop him and they're like getting their shotguns out. And like shooting at this thing, it's doing nothing. The guys, the police department. <laughs> the police then comes. The police oh. come. Oh, yeah. And they're yeah, like yeah. trying to. A guy jumps on the top of this thing and they can't find a way in. It's completely sealed off. He has fucking cameras 
set up so he can see inside of his own box. He has like a whole fucking <laughs> fucking command station where he can see what's happening outside the box, but they can't penetrate in. And he fucking is unstoppable. Yeah. And then he goes from this construction site into the town and just starts fucking demolishing this town in this fucking tank. What the fuck? yeah. It's fucking nuts. <laughs> I come in the perfect time. I don't need all this backstory. Yeah. Except I'm asking her, like, why the fuck is he doing this? And then Morgan's answer is, he's just crazy. Well, he's a crazy he is. Man. I mean, he, he, he clearly has, like, lost his mind because he makes these ramble. The only time you hear his voice or, like, and, like, you're hearing his perspective is he makes these tapes where he's just, like, ranting by himself, you know, to himself, uh, to these tapes about why he's going to do this. And he's just clearly, no one else has any of these memories. Yeah, so he just feels wronged by this town. Yeah. But everyone's giving their account, and they're like, he's just, like, these crazy things. He was that, well liked. Yeah, these he things that like, he thinks that happened to him never actually happened. He's making it all up in his head. Yeah. And so he is a madman who then just starts destroying <laughs> infrastructure. Like he like takes Level. down the church and the school and the fucking stores. And he's just He doesn't take down a church or a school. He takes down the they all have the a state specific building. meaning. Like, like the, the town hall. The town hall. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, um and then like the the store that was next to that, the reason he takes that down that where that uh uh um hardware shop is because he's on the town hall on the on the town council. Uh, the cement plant guy uh, was the one who bought the adjacent land to his muffler shop. Word. Yeah. So anyways, now he also has like fifty caliber fucking rifles sticking out of the side of this thing mm-hmm. that when they start shooting at him, he's shooting back like boom. And like these guys are like, fuck, like get around. So like they can't get close to it. But for some reason, a lot of them are close at all time. Like cops are like walking. Next- like there's nothing they can do. Yeah. Like they're walking next to right. this thing that has, it's called tread. I'm assuming because the thing has tread. Yeah. Like it's not on wheels. It's on tread. Yeah. They say that you can, uh, like a tank, you can hear the tread. They all say that in those, in the talking head. Yeah. And they're Fair fucking, man. they're shoot. They got their biggest guns. And they're shooting back at this thing, not even making a dent in this. And they just, they don't know what to do. They, they can't stop it. And he's just taking their city down. He shoots at these uh, propane. I mean, where did oh, this yeah. happen? Granby, Colorado. Granby, Colorado. Yeah. And oh. he fucking, yeah, he goes That's to these right. uh, propane tank. In, industrial like, size. Industrial size, like humongous propane tank. Like, you know, the size of like a. Uh, Bigger than the size of like gasoline trucks, you know those big gasoline trucks where they fill gasoline. Right. I don't know if you've seen yeah. them on the streets. Are you talking to me? Yeah, like those big, those big round, the cylindrical things that like. You're talking to me. You and Jamal. Oh, you know how they they drive. <laughs> you know, because I, I know what they look like. The propane tanks. I know, but oh. I'm trying to describe a gasoline truck now. Oh, sure. <laughs> you know they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Those, I thought you were just talking about it. You know those trucks that take gasoline? No, no, no. They, <laughs> well, I mean, they transfer gasoline to gas stations, or... then fill, refill gotcha. gas yeah, stations. Yeah, 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 of course. So those course. big, t- like, bigger than that, propane tanks, and he's fucking firing incendiary rounds at these fucking <laughs> propane tanks that <to> explode <laughs> them. Yeah. And, it, like, yeah. just by luck, he doesn't hit any of the propane tanks. Like, 
and then he moves on to destroy another building. But like it would like it would have been like a huge bomb had he hit one of them. Yeah. Anyways, it's just tearing this town apart, and they even like get their own construction like trucks and stuff to like block his way. Just moves them. He just moves them off to the side. Like his thing is way stronger than everything else, and they don't know what to do. And they're like, they gotta like call the army and the national guard and shit because they don't know what to do. Yeah. And only by luck. Yeah. Is how this thing whole thing stops. Like he would have kept going until the fucking gas runs out, which it seemed like he had an infinite amount. I mean, they're trying to like shoot into like the, there's like one fan on the top for ventilation, and this guy's shooting into it. Nothing's happening. He's <laughs> continuing on. <laughs> and then he takes he starts taking out the side of this big uh store i forget what it's called it's just like a fucking it, shop it's the hardware store. the hardware store he's just rolling down this one side of the buildings to take the whole thing down and then just by luck there's a basement in like this section of the building so half of his tread dips into the basement and now he's stuck so he just gets and he, stuck uh, there not no one really knew there was a basement that part of the yeah in that basement was no a raped child so yes right they also talk about him running out of uh (laughs) coolant well no his thing started to overheat oh but i mean he just moved on to take down that building right there so i just didn't know if that was a problem gonna be a problem it might have been but who knows because he got stopped yeah by himself yeah falling into that half in the basement so now he's stuck there and then he just blows his own head off with a gun Insane, like crazy. That I've never even heard of this. I know tank man. Yeah, who like just tanking around town. Just no one can do anything about it. <laughs> right. Nothing you can do. They like, probably don't want the word getting out. It's just so crazy that yeah. there's just they're so ashamed. Your entire you know? fucking police force is helpless to this fucking right the terrorist. They don't want anybody getting any bright idea. They don't want any copycats. Right. No, no. So it's a huge worldwide news story. Worldwide. But what happens, like, a few days later, Ronald Reagan dies. <laughs> the next day. Ah. So fucking, the whole, the, this whole story Assassinated by Marv. By Marv? No. No. Ah. No, Marv is dead. Probably not. Well, and they Marv even died. say, like, so they don't know that he shot himself. Uh, or, no, they heard a shot, but they didn't know. They heard know. a shot, but they, didn't, they don't yeah. know. So the military gets there. And they, they're trying to get into the... They can't get in. They can't get in. And they're, like, it, fucking setting off bombs and shit. Yeah, to, they like, attach and, like, it up. huge bombs yeah. to the side. Boom! Everyone's, like, windows are shattering <laughs> and stuff. Not even a dent yeah. on his Yeah, and they're tank. like, well, if he's not already dead, he should definitely is now. Right. Like, they do dead. The shockwaves of the blast will yeah. kill him <laughs> yeah. without us even yeah. getting inside. Um, and yeah, so they have to take a, just a, a torch to, which is the, such the, I, I would think that would be the first thing you would try. I mean, like a jaws of life. Yeah. i maybe everything has to be real still in order to do it. And he's yeah. moving, but he's not moving that fast. I feel like he would have got a fucking, yeah. Yeah. The same tool he used to make it. Right. A welding, a welding torch. torch. Fucking start burning in. But maybe it's dangerous. I mean, it is like. It is. A dangerous thing to start fucking. You have to have a, a shield, face shield. And you got a face shield, then you're good to go. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. You need maybe some power. Bumps. Yeah. I assumed he welded himself in there. So he must have had like welding tools inside. Oh, there. that's a good. 
That's a good point. Unless he welded something that allowed like a one-way latch that yeah. he can only add control over know. or something. I don't know. They don't get, really get into the construction unless they went into that before. No, they did not. Right, because it's a big surprise when he busts yeah. out of that shed with a big tank. <laughs> tank man. Yeah. I'll probably go watch the beginning of it because I, nice. I was definitely like, holy shit. <laughs> I came Is it on Netflix? Just, yeah. yeah. I, I might check it out too. I know. It's fucking crazy. All right. There you go. That's Morgan's consumption of I watched all television. those yesterday. God damn. <laughs> God damn indeed. Do should we see what Megan's wondering? Sure. Well, I, sure. I um yes. Oh. Okay. Hey Reed fellas. <laughs> I was wondering <laughs> what is a weird combination of food that you enjoy? I personally like puffy Cheetos dipped in sour cream, but it has to be puffy Cheetos, regular Cheeto and sour cream. Weird. Puffy Cheeto and sour cream. Solid. I feel like Jordan's already got his. I do. Oh, okay. No, what Wait, is what, yours? Do you know what you think my answer would be or something? No, I feel like we've talked about it recently on the pod. About weird foods that I do? About one weird food <laughs> in particular. Cheez-Its? No. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Quick side note on the whole Cheez-It thing. Uh, I bought a box of goldfish uh -huh. at, at, a, at a Walmart. Yeah. Not very good. But I don't know if it's all in my head. If I'm thinking, oh fuck, if I, you know, if I buy a fucking goldfish, if you know, I can't. I don't know if it's psychosomatic because of our cheese at conversation or what. I think it probably isn't. We like goldfish. I feel like, I mean, a good goldfish, you're gonna know if it's good or not. You know. Yeah. From Costco. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta get the goldfish in them silver bags. You know. Yeah. Hell yeah. Big old s silver bags. I like the ones that come in the in the paper bag too. Those are those are generally nice. But you know, Costco always has the best. You get a big box of goldfish from Costco, yeah. silver bags. That's definitely the best. <laughs> the the box, big box, um, where you fold it forward and or gather it, gather you it, gather back. it forward, <laughs> yeah. gather it forward. Those fold mm -hmm. spouts. You get that from Target. <laughs> but that, those are fine, right? Those are fine. I don't see the yeah. disparity there. No, they're as good. I, did. I like, I like, I love them. I mean, I assume Walmart <laughs> has all the garbage, but but again, all the like, trash for sure. Yeah, it might just be that Walmart you went to, or maybe just that one particular cheese it bag. <laughs> I'll, I'll test it. I'll test. I, I will be buying again. They haven't deterred me from from goldfish in general. <laughs> that shit runs deep. So, um, a child snack. But, but anyways, your weird food, buddy. What is? Yeah. It? yeah well, some Megan. It's funny. Megan was talking about Cheeto puffs. Was uh, yeah, Morgan is notoriously a Cheeto puff. Hater. <laughs> I hate Cheeto. I hate them. I hate them too. I think they'll do, but they're no way anywhere close <laughs> to a regular Cheeto. <laughs> they will do if that's all you got, but they will regular do. Cheetos. If you want some Cheeto better. puffs, Jordan, they'll do. He'll allow it. I'm just saying, like, what do you got to eat? We only got Cheeto Puffs. All right, I'll snack on them. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be like, I'll just starve over here. They'll do. There are some snacks we'll pass on. I don't want any of that. But like, like what? Um, Give me a chip example, please. Uh, <laughs> chip, that's a tough. That's a tough. I mean, I only have a couple salt and vinegars. I can't eat a whole yeah, lot of those. Yeah, that's a good, that's my favorite. Um, yeah. I love salt and vinegar chips, though. They're probably my one of my all-time favorite chips. 
Oh yeah, that's right. But Jamal's but a weird chipper. We've got I can't eat a ton. Have we? Yeah. Yeah. I also love hint of lime. Hint of lime Tostitos is his favorite. Yeah. I can eat bags of that. Hint of lime is good. Yeah, it's, so it's good. fine. I like hint of but lime. Those, but those are chips. I think those you're are... just a basic ass bitch, no, man. No, that's basic. You're like, you gotta pick you gotta pick nacho cheese Doritos, man. No, no, no. That was your fucking response to me. Your answer, Jamal, <laughs> is a chip that you are supposed to dip into a sauce. Another thing. You're, you're trying to tell me I'm basic bitch. Your favorite chip is a potato chip, a corn chip. <laughs> What's your favorite chip? Oh, I just like corn chips, white corn with a hint of I like lime. A cor- no, I like hint of lime corn chip. It's a flavor. No, it's supposed to be dipped in salsa. It's not supposed to be eaten by itself. Oh, but if you have you eaten them by of themselves? Of course. I always eat chips. What do you think? I'm a chip man, okay? Yes, I always eat chips. Yeah, but you don't like Uh, good, like, these fucking processed chips that they make nowadays, they're fucking delicious. Cheetos, Doritos, (laughs) fucking Cool Ranch, whatever that is. You know what? My favorite of this, this, I'm sorry, am I yelling? My favorite of this (laughs) whole box is the Fritos. Yep. But that's, that's a again, corn, yeah, that's a, a good salted one. Corn that's a strong trip. corn, though. <laughs> a Frito, yeah, very strong. I feel like Fritos. you got you got Frito breath for days. After yeah, that. I consider Frito a dip chip, but only that's because we grew up yeah. with clam dip and we had dip oh, Fritos okay. into clam oh, dip. I fucking love clam. I'll smell like clam dip for for days. I don't care. Yeah, smell my clams. <laughs> I love clam, but I'm more of a Ruffles and clam dip man myself. Yeah, I mean, growing up, I I was always like, fuck that. I can see the appeal. To me, it's just not as... I like that strong corn. Okay. Like corn chowder. Almost. <laughs> you get that corn <laughs> corn and clam. Nah, yeah. I, if you did a taste Thanks. comparison with one good scoop Frito clam dip and then a fucking ruffle clam dip, I think Frito wins out. I think ruffle. A nice, solid ruffle wins. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do this. We'll have to get mom... Up in here to give us roast us yes. up a batch. All right, weird mood foods. Yeah, what do you? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah, that's disgusting. Dipping your fucking. I can see how dipping regular Cheetos into sour cream would be real gross. <laughs> it's just like I too dip, crunchy. I dip. Uh, but, I dip. Uh, fucking Cool Ranch Doritos in sour cream. It's yeah. really good. I, I mean, here's the thing. Of course, Yuck. it's good. Of course it's good, but I it is like disgusting. I don't like sour cream that much to begin with. I love sour I cream. I love sour cream. You have regular Tostitas, of course, that you sprinkle cheese on and just have a quick nacho in the microwave, you know? <laughs> just do that with Doritos, mm-hmm. and it's fucking insanely good. Oh, are you Melted a fan cheddar of cheese. the Chorito, or Chorito? I do it with a hint of lime. <laughs> of the nacho cheese shell? I don't know if I ever actually had that. I don't think I have either. What? The Doritos nacho cheese shell at Taco Bell. Oh, uh, I mean, I feel like I have at some point. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to think of weird snacks, though. Morgan just eats fucking frozen cherries. Yeah, we can do each other's. <laughs> That's not a food combo, though. I love eating, like, fro- I take, like, a bowl of frozen berries, and you, you drizzle a little, like, lemonade or, uh, or a fucking uh, <laughs> oh, some fuck. shit like that. You know, some lime juice or something like that. What it freezes over the berry. What is a weird food combo that I like? You like a lot of weird shit, though. I know. I can't think of any. You like eating fucking basil and nutmeg or something? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I can think of one for you if you can think of one for me. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I I like sometimes putting a slice of cheese on my PB and J. Is that fucked up? That's very fucked up. Yeah, that's, like that's not pretty good. gnarly. We did put chips on our that's disgusting. tuna fish. On Hold on. That's <laughs> disgusting. Why? Cheese? Cheese doesn't go yeah, with like jelly or with peanut butter. <laughs> you put it in there, and all of a sudden, it's a, bread, it's a, two negatives make a positive, okay, but, okay, Who gave you the idea to do that? Uh, my buddy Drew used to do it all the time. Oh my! And God. I was—I was. Trust me, I was just like you. And but it adds—it's more of a texture thing. You can't really taste it. It's more of a—it's more of adding a, a texture to it. Get crunchy you peanut know? butter. Yeah, or yeah, or get something else. Uh, yeah, I, have, I mean, I already have crunchy peanut butter. Okay. Well, cheese isn't crunchy. What do you mean? How does that a substitute? Well, I don't know what She's sort saying of texture, adding texture you're listening. Well, he's not going for crunchy if he's put cheese in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just any texture will do, apparently. But uh, well, they're soft, <laughs> so I assumed both peanut butter and jelly are soft. I feel like cheese almost has the same texture as bread. I mean, how how <laughs> yeah. is it adding texture? I don't understand. It's more of like a it's it's a similar texture to like a slice of meat, you know, like a deli slice of meat. It just adds to the overall. Why did you put experience. a deli slice? I don't of do meat it all there. the time. I don't do it every time. Oh my god! It also adds a little bit of you know a hair of uh, protein, perhaps you know. So, Peanut uh, butter has plenty of protein. It doesn't have. Yeah, yeah, but plenty. it's uh, there a little cheese in there. Okay, that's just that's the worst thing I've ever heard. That's pretty. Just nasty. try it. Give it a shot. Just give it a shot. Jordan, you want to know what yours is that I'm thinking of? Sure. Ritz and cream cheese. Ritz and cream cheese. That is the baller move. <laughs> that's very good. I don't know if I. Inv- I didn't. I'm not like the starter of that. I think you are. I mean, James did it too. That would be James you. would probably take credit for it. Ian, Ian does it. Ian would probably take credit for it. Then whoever the oldest brother who did it, because it was definitely passed down to me. It wasn't like I had the idea. I'm not much of a chef. <laughs> I don't really come up with great things. Yeah. I didn't realize when we were entering into the segment, there's going to be just a fucking hailstorm of, I used, of hate. I would, oh, that's all, that's all the segments are <laughs> hailstorms of hate. <laughs> I had put. No, I don't do this, though. It's just something I've done before. What? Put hot sauce on popcorn. I've never seen you do that. I know. So that It's been over count. 10 years <laughs> since she's done it. Yep. Are you big uh, put the theater butter on your popcorn, Jamal? <laughs> um, I don't often get popcorn when I go to the movie theater. It's okay. more of like I get like fucking candy and shit. Yeah. Would you, if you were to, would you mm, say put butter no. on that shit? <laughs> no, I wouldn't put butter on that shit uh, because what it what you know what it does to your fingers, man. I'm gonna sit in there. What, <laughs> napkins will suffice. Is that is that what I'm supposed to, that to is do? True. Yeah, you sit in the theater just with these <laughs> greasy hands. Yeah, trying to ignore the. I mean, you're a big texture guy. That trying to not, not touch my pants and shit. <laughs> not touch my neighbor. Yeah, you know. I'm always trying pants. to not touch my neighbor, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be more fun snacks. End up slyly wiping them on the seat. I'm a know? big cheese enhancer. I mean, to put cheese on your PDB and J to me is just like you're using cheese the wrong way, homie. <laughs> I just feel like. <laughs> Listen, I don't think I don't think you know me putting cheese on my PB and J is going to stop me from doing it in other meals i feel like it could kill oh, your i put it on my pb and j i'm not gonna put it on nachos now well the thing is too, i put it on doritos right pickles on my tacos sure 
pickles on your tacos. What? That's weird. That is odd. That is odd. But you don't. You haven't done that in a long time. I haven't done it myself in a long time here's the thing okay so let me okay i'll finish (laughs) saying i was gonna say about cheese and then this is we have to get to this um cheese i'll sometimes cut up some real tillamook cheddar cheese put that into my craft mac and cheese to add a little like real stringy cheese to it i i I like it better without morgan doesn't like it but morgan is very weird about her mac and cheese we've already got yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, but uh yeah, well, when you put like that kind of cheese on those kinds of things, spaghetti or whatever it is, you know, and it's the wrong kind of cheese, and it does get super stringy, and then it just all wraps around your <laughs> fork, and it's like stuck in the crevices of the fork. Like, yeah, you don't want that emulsified bullshit. Don't emulsify it. Um, but what Morgan's talking about with her tacos. So when I first yeah. got to know Morgan, there was this lore of <laughs> these tacos. That her dad mm. would make. My grandma makes them. Her grandma makes them, but then her dad would make them. I don't know. Does your dad have exactly the same recipe as your grandma as far as the way he does it? Or is he just like. I mean, they're just dill pickles. You know, I'm just talking. I'm talking about all the <laughs> He doesn't. He buys them at the store, Jordan. Um. Yeah. They're fucking he ma- blasted. Here's the thing is he makes them better than my grandma now. So it's hard for me to remember. <laughs> okay. But. Even so, I mean, I really, I mean, if Morgan's father is listening to this, I'm sorry, but I then have them. Like, they put them in Tupperware for her. Like, yeah. you got the taco meat, you got the salsa, yeah. and you have the chopped up, like, diced, like, <laughs> how would you, like, almost like a relish, mm-hmm. these pickles. Mm-hmm. And great to eat by themselves. Pickles are a great food. Is that all of it? Yeah. Hamburger meat. That's what I said. And you got cheese. The meat. Oh, and then cheese. So that's those are all the components. Now, but the salsa has red wine vinegar in it. It's like a different kind of a salsa, Worcestershire. Yeah, which almost is like makes me think. Okay, it's more like this is a meal. Like you can't just put pickles on any taco. You only put it on these ones. It goes well with this one. It pairs well. <laughs> it pairs well. Wine, but I'm not a big pickle on my taco guys, so I don't put these pickles on sure. it. And the tacos without the pickles. So maybe I'll ha- maybe I do have to eat it with all the components and it's good with you all the You haven't? I don't know if I actually have. But all I know is these are not tacos because there's no mm. seasoning on the meat. They just cook <laughs> the meat, give her the meat. And I'm like, why do you not put what's going on here? Right, right. Why didn't you <laughs> have they not heard of seasoning? Seasoned meat? Seasoned on the meat? It's plain ground beef. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's no flavor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because the salsa and the pickles have right. So that's, such robust flavor. But that's almost why I think that you like you think that you like pickles on it because it's like there's no clashing. Like if you had that right, you're, that you're cumin for... chili powder <laughs> flavor with it, you'd be like, oh, this is bad. But since there's nothing to clash with, there's just no, you're just eating pickles and vinegar. Yeah. Oh, on nice. a tortilla shell, I mean, with a with a with a hamburger texture and lots of cheese. Yeah. So yeah, that's a weird one. You, Morgan, you should you should you should make them. You should take the recipe, maybe add your. Oh, own I've spin done it, it before. And yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, but she's made way better tacos than that. You since. haven't even tried them now. But I mean, I'm with your now. with your. I mean, when I was the last time it. you did it? If you did it with your skills now. <laughs> 
and your intuition. Yeah, that's a good point. I feel like this is well before she had the skills, and now that she has them, it would be a great disappointment because now she understands flavor. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you read the recipe, you take it in, think, okay, well, how can I adjust, okay. but still keep it in the spirit. I'm just joking around, Morgan. I feel like we're really. Uh... No, I'm smiling over here. What are you talking you're getting about? Set. You're a little sad about. <laughs> your Here's the thing: is I don't food. know if we always, if like, I've had them with seasoning on the meat in the past. The no seasoning on the meat is the staple that I remember from these tacos. <laughs> <laughs> it is. A, it is. A, you have to not season them, or else they're not the tacos. They're not the famous herring. tacos. <laughs> so crazy. All right, let's get in a read, fellas. Or Wait, I have a question from a listener. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Wait, why? Oh. How do we? Have, why do we have to do that? Why because, come? <laughs> because we did. What are you wondering? Now we're. There's no order though. Why couldn't you okay. Go, okay. Just it's a go ahead. Thing. Go ahead. You, you, I'm curious. Okay. okay. Would you fuck your dad to save his life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I'll eat your dad's tacos, but uh, <laughs> let's see. No, not Morgan's dad. Your dad. <laughs> Our dad. <laughs> <laughs> to save his life. I don't know. He doesn't have many years left, I feel. That's exactly what I'm saying. I thinking. feel like he's going to live to 120. Oh, well, then you got to fuck him. I got to fuck him. I got to believe that. I mean, here's the thing. If you do that, if you go through with that, I mean, you're just not, you're probably not going to hang out with him ever. What again. sort of relationship are we going to have? So you're giving that, him you know, his life gonna to call me. Yeah, you're going give, to give him his life to go and live. But I mean, you're not going to be a part of that anymore. Are you going to go to yeah, dinner? What kind of life is that? And how is he going to go on? Really? He might fucking kill himself right afterwards. And then I have to live with it and then I kill myself. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, what sort of quality of life? I mean, if he asked me to, I'm not like, if he was like, this is the only way, I'd first be like, are you sure? (laughs) Are you fucking with me? You'd question it? (laughs) Of course. You you would ask a few questions first. You wouldn't just gung-ho. I would ask a few questions. The trousers wouldn't come down to me. No. No. I mean, I'm loyal to my father, but. (laughs) There is a limit to father loyalty. Uh, yes. Would you want him to fuck you if you were, di- and that was the only way to save you? That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> we could end it now that I, you know, I, but that's just not something I. Yeah, would I would want. almost be he needed it. I would almost be mad at him for being like, "Do you really need to live longer, homie? You really need to." <laughs> yeah. For real, dog. <laughs> Yeah. What you about you? Boy, you're awfully silent over this there. Far. Um, I feel like we're really dogging out my dad here. Two, two questions. No, we're not. You no, brought it up. Joking. I know. It's, it's funny. But the reason I'm going to say that is, is because Child I'm going to say no. I, I don't Sorry, think dad. I would. And I'm pretty sure bye, bye. he wouldn't ask me. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but in this scenario, he is. I right. mean, our dad wouldn't even ask us. I mean, we're not married. So. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Oh, man. Yeah, I just don't even think he'd. I'd be, I'd try to save him, but he just wouldn't let me. Is how I feel like it would go down. <laughs> Would you rape your dad <laughs> oh to save his life? God. Is what the question then becomes. Yeah. 
dark. This is a dark episode. I like it. It is very dark. <laughs> Speaking of dark, let's go to Stephen King. R-E-A, dude. Oh, what are we doing right now? R-E-A. I want you to do it again, please. There it is. Read Fanny's Rainbow. Da, 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 da. But yeah, so going along with the pandemic, I'm reading The Stand. I'm about halfway through it, a little less. I don't know nice. if I'll be finished by even next week. Solid it's frog, man. It's it's a it's an epic, but I'm like, like six hundred pages good. in. Is that right? Um, almost. Yeah. Damn. I mean, it's there's so many. It basically is like starts off like I finished the whole part one of it, which is basically going into all of the. I say basically too much, but <laughs> it goes into all of <laughs> the main characters that you get to know, and they all live in different parts of the country, and how like the pandemic is. The, the super flu is hitting their part and but it, you just get to know them and mm-hmm. learn to love them some of them some of them are bad people and then it comes and wipes out their area and then none of them have none of them meet like they're all separate entities and there's like seven different people that it jumps to um i can go through them real quick okay let's run them down okay sure you got Fanny. <laughs> Fanny. This takes place in 1990. Fanny is uh, sure. is she lives in Maine. She's she's pregnant. She just found out she's pregnant. Uh, she talks to Jess Jesse, the boy that got her pregnant, and he's like he he does she doesn't want to marry him though. And the dad's like, oh, you don't want to marry? That's okay. His dad loves him, but his mom her mom's pissed. Anyways, both her parents die from the pandemic. It's all moot point. Nice. So she so she's she lives though. All these people. Yeah, I should mention that. These people are all immune hmm. to the disease, and oh, so you cool. you read about them as everyone they know around them is dying. So uh, then there's Stu. Stu is from Texas, and he is like one of the first people that is one of like the first people to come in contact with you know uh, what do they call it uh, case zero. Zero case. Patient zero. Patient zero. Patient zero interacts directly with him and gets him sick. They move him mm. and all the people that were around him to fucking Atlanta um, Center for Disease Control headquarters. And he doesn't get sick, but everyone else that was around him dies there. So he's fucking sick. You had to pee? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're shaking in your boots over there. I'm scaring you with this Stephen King story. Um, he's... And then, so then he fucking, uh, but he is not showing symptoms and like, what? So then he almost becomes like a government experiment at that point against his will until that is everybody in the facility and all the doctors working on this all die from the flu. Mm. So that's inconvenient. Then you got Nick. Mm. Nick is a deaf mute, interesting character. So he can't fucking uh, talk or hear. And, and and he is then becomes like deputized by the sheriff in this small town. And does uh, anyone else with who knows American Sign Language survive? Nope. But he can read lips and he can write, read and write. So he yes. writes down things for people to read. But funny, can he, he see? Yes, he's he is sight. sight. <laughs> but uh, at one point, he'd almost gets his eyes ripped out by. Uh, an, an enemy oh, of his. Like, um, fuck. 
and in the, on another later on he gets he meets up with a, a boy named Tom who is also immune and Tom is mentally retarded and he doesn't know how to read so <laughs> he has to just fucking learn how to fucking communicate with his <laughs> with his uh handicapped boy and it's funny because the handicapped boy talks a lot mm. and he doesn't even he can't even tell him his name like he doesn't even know Nick's name it's funny it's yeah. good stuff yeah then we got Larry Underwood. Larry Underwood is a singer uh, living in New York, and he just came out with a "Baby Can Can I Dig a Man" is is his hit, uh, his, his breakout hit that's crawling up the charts. But then the pandemic hits, and it's like just when he was about to blow, you know. So he has that almost that New York li- lifestyle. Well, he was living in L.A. when it hit, but then uh, flies back to New York where he's from to visit his mom, and then his mom dies from the flu. And then he uh, moves on from there. And he's a little bit of a selfish character. Morgan's got so his... sorry. Yeah, your eyes are watering. I she can't sneeze. I cannot stop. Then we got uh, Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd was recently with his friend uh, Poke, Poke, Andrew, a.k.a. Poke. And they were like uh, Bonnie and Clyde, but two dudes. And they were going around robbing people, killing people. But Poke did most of the killing, but Lloyd's with them. And so they get caught after robbing like a fucking gas station or something. And then he killed like six people along that trip. Uh, and he gets put on death row. So Lloyd is on death row. And everybody in the prison and stuff around him dies. And he's locked in the jail cell and he doesn't know how to get out. Man. Can I just say, I lo- I lo- I've always loved the name of Lloyd. Lloyd, double L? It just reminds Double me L, of Dumb and Dumber. O-Y-D. I yeah, think it's a good... Lloyd. Yeah, Lloyd Christmas. He's the most famous Lloyd. I'm like Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. You like a Lloyd. You do like a Lloyd. I like a Lloyd. I like a good Lloyd. Yeah. Then we also have the Trash Can Man. The Trash Can Man is grew up as a little boy. Um, his dad was insane, and he... His dad killed his two siblings, the, the trash can man's two siblings. So he was the only child in this family left alive, and the mother was left alive. And But the dad was about to kill the mother, and when the sheriff came along, killed him. So now his dad and two siblings are dead. And then his mom took care of him for a while until his mom died. And then and the sheriff hated him, so he went into like a fucking home. And then he's basically grew up a troubled life, and then had uh, started fire, started lighting fires in people's trash cans, and people hate him around town. Like fuck this kid, he's lighting fires everywhere, and they call him the trash can man. And then it's like he just becomes addicted with lighting, upping the ante, lighting fires. So the last I've seen him so far in this book is he fucking now that everyone's dead and gone, he's just roaming empty towns. And he finds like this big oil tank and he fucking blows this oil, big oil tank up like the fucking tread man trying to blow like, except he tread was successful. Then the last main character that we, uh, so far in, in the first part, there's some other characters, obviously they get introduced, but these are like the main chapters that they jump through, but there's the dark man. The dark man is like evil himself mm. that mm. he is, very mysterious throughout, but all you just, he's basically like the devil and he goes around and he, and he like, will 
terrorize people. He hasn't done much, but one supernatural thing that's happening in the book is a lot of these main characters are having dreams about him, about him, and mm. and like waking up just terrified. So he's like they're setting him up to be like a very like the villain, mm. which I prefer to the zombie. Like at one point, it was almost like. I, I was because I don't know anything about this book about where it's going to go or anything, and I was like, I hope it doesn't go yeah. into like a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, no, everyone just dies from the flu, and so far there's been no zombies. But this guy is a villain, and yeah, also, I mean, Lloyd. It, there's like minor villains, but like they ain't nothing compared to the Dark Man. Right. And right. that's the stand. Are you feeling febrile? <laughs> <laughs> Are you a bit febrile? Uh, a little bit. Oh man. Oh, man. And that's um, what I got for reading. Already hated. Yeah. Nice. I know nice. I said I was inspired last week, and I am. Oh, boy. But I haven't. Oh, oh you perspired. Oh. I haven't. Despired. Yeah. What about you, Jamal? Um, I finished reading Rant, finished. an oral biography of Buster Casey. Finished it. Book complete. Um, I really, Book really, complete. really enjoyed it. Solid recommendation from Jordan. Pretty dope, huh? Um, ah, yeah, gotcha. definitely enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it sticks the landing. I don't think I can read it, honestly. Why? Um, because it's too smart for me. Uh, because of the spider situation. You can read it. <laughs> I don't think I can. I hate spiders too, but I can. Yeah, same. I, I mean, that I, honestly, that's what I was worried about as well. But I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do it," and it's not that bad. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's disgusting, but like it's really I'm gross. Not, I'm like, it's super gross, but it's I mean, it's a book, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, if there was like, I don't know, like imagining what happens, but video I'm, pop I'm ups, like, of I'm like smacking my own head, being like, get out of my head, spider. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to Morgan's credit, I mean, when I was telling her about this, she's like, stop, stop telling me about it. Like, okay, even just with yeah. words like that, but I feel like words on the page, maybe you don't have to. It, they're not spoken aloud. Right. You'll be okay. Sure. <laughs> Don't get the audio, so but just thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, when I when I say it doesn't stick the landing, I mean I still think the ending is good, but it's a little. Yeah. I don't know. What'd you feel about the ending? I mean, it's a yeah. No, I agree. Especially the way things go, you're almost expecting some sort of like what the motherfucking what or whatever. Um, and it just isn't like that. It, it, but I think the way that I don't know how to explain it without giving anything away, but like the ending itself fits the way it's like written and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it makes sense that it would end that way and stuff. I don't know. I think the ending is good, but to me, it's almost like yeah. conventional and how unconventional the book is. Mm-hmm. If the ending feel almost yeah. feels like a Hollywood ending, like things yeah. get tied up, things are like, oh, this is it all kind of. It makes sense almost too much in like a okay, like I kind of see where this is going at a certain point. Way right, right, yeah. But it's still good. I mean, like you don't know have any idea about where this fucking thing goes up to a certain point. It's almost like at a certain yeah. point of the book, like when you're like probably like eighty five percent through, then you start to pick up on where it's going to go, which is fine. You're like, holy fuck. I mean, yeah, and and it does make you. You had said before that it makes you feel like you want to like go back and reread everything. Yeah, you just it definitely read. makes you want to reread the whole fucking. Like, book. oh yeah, it's cool. So like that's that's almost like the biggest part of the book. Like when you're about eighty five percent and you and you you kind of get 
all the pieces. And then like the rest of the book is the resolution. But. Right. Cause a lot of the pieces are like given to you, but you have to just be like, okay, I guess I just don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah. Or like you sort of assume like you think you know what it is for a yeah. long time. That's what boosting peaks sudden, was. They, they just go into it. It's like they mentioned boosting, boosting peaks. peaks. Even the, the, the little symbol, the night and day symbol. Yeah. That, that, like that whole scenario night. that they're all living. This is a little bit of a spoiler, but not really, but not really, but it's like, you learn throughout the book that everybody has a little fucking either a sun or a moon next to their name. Mm-hmm. And you learn that, oh, in this society, because of pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> stay on that back, topic. Bring it back to the pandemic. People are, are either day people or night people. You mm-hmm. can either be one or the other. Gotcha. To like lessen the population during everyone being out in the day. Yeah. So there's like prejudice between the two groups. Like you're, if you fucking yeah. a day person, the night people hate you and vice versa. Hmm. So it's like, there's that, there's so there's many elements to this book. It's so good. Yeah. But it tackles a lot in a rather short read. I mean, it's not right. It's yeah. like 300. Pages but yeah, but like something. the boosting peaks, like they mention it. And when I first read it, I just assumed that he's just talking about like people consuming stuff to like have good experience, like, you know, escapism, basically. That's what I was just a sort yeah. of assuming it meant, <laughs> which it is, but right. it is nowhere near the full grasp of what boosting people, it's a fucking whole thing yeah. in the book. So, yeah. Yeah. But there's so many things like that in this book. Yeah. And the way it's written, I don't want to give anything away, but like, I, and it's not a big deal, but like, it wasn't until page like 90 something where you, I realized the gender of one of the characters, not that, it, and it ends up being important kind of, but like, I mean, definitely is important, but like it happens. And I just thought it was cool that the way it was, I just assumed they were like a guy. And then I find out later, I'm like, oh, I guess they're a girl. <laughs> like, yeah, it just wasn't important until then. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's done well in that while you're reading it, you don't under, like, you're like, it's almost like, I don't know if I should know this or not. Or if like, is that important? It's cause there's, yeah. you're getting thrown a lot of information and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what I would say for someone who would want to read this is keep reading. It will make sense. Cause it's like, yeah. in case you're like, Oh, I just, this isn't for me. I just don't get it. It's like, no, keep reading. Cause things will be answered and you'll be like, Oh, and it's one of those things where yeah. the more you read, the more you want to go back and read and be like, Oh fuck. Yeah, and it's a, and it's a book that I definitely feel like needs to be a book. Oh, for sure. Like I have a hard time thinking how they would make this a movie. Right. Well, to me, um, that's what I assumed is that this is his best book, in my opinion. Like, I mean, I've only read three, and I'm aware mm-hmm. of the movie Fight Club. But to me, this has been my favorite by far. But I'm like, this probably mm-hmm. just not like maybe people have tried to come up with adaptations for a movie. And Chuck has been like, nah, that's not going to do it justice. Yeah. But but I can see how it'd be very difficult to come up with an adaptation for this. Yeah. Plus, I don't know if I'd want to see a movie with all the fucking spider shit. I'd rather watch Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> that my pick. <laughs> Scary spider stuff. <laughs> Speaking of Harry Potter, have you ever read Harry Potter? Or have you only had them read no, to you? No, Dad by read them to me when I was a, a child. Oh, you got to fuck them now. You think so? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Did you already said? <laughs> I just now realized what you said. Okay. 
I thought my brain thought you oh you gotta read them now, but yeah. that's not what you said. <laughs> so then I started reading uh, Slaughterhouse Five. That's what I'm reading currently. Oh, cool. How far are you into that? Yeah, I'm about halfway. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's a short read. Yeah. How are you? Do you like it? Yeah, it's not bad. I'm enjoying it. It's so a different. Far. It's a different kind of book, but yeah, there's some humor in there that I appreciate. I like that there there's the definitely whole. Is. There's a paragraph about. You probably have already read it by this point. About he uses the word the term motherfucker. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't fucked anything. At this point in time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let alone my mother. But yeah. <laughs> it's like the first time he'd ever heard the word. It's funny. Um, yeah, I'm excited that you're reading it. What do you have lined up next? Thanks. Um, I don't know. I have a few different things. I'm thinking maybe, uh, well, I have um, where the crawdads sing. Oh, the crawdads no. Okay, uh, cool. Belton. Belton. <laughs> um, I also have... Um, a hundred years of solitude. Oh yeah, and um, a confederacy of dunces. Ah, I've heard of that, but what is that? What is that about? Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I don't know anything about it. Okay, it but was it, was, it was too. highly recommended in absurdist fiction. Oh, that's your genre. Um, <laughs> that's my genre. After reading Ant Kind, that's what I looked up and shit. And, uh, it was high up on the list. I doubt you're gonna find anything like Ant Kind out there, but I know, I know. But word up, do you guys have anything else? I think that's. I want to run through a, just a couple more movies I saw. Oh, <laughs> you always do that. Like, I always assume that we're good, but sorry, this remote telephone conversation <laughs> leaves Jamal. Yeah, uh, it's tough for him to jump in sometimes. Uh. I saw Stan and Ollie. Oh, I've been meaning to see this. Is it good? Is it John worth it? John C. Riley and Steve Coogan. It's 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 uh it's sweet. I I, I enjoyed it. Is it one that Morgan uh, it's would not like? like a, amazing or anything? Huh? <laughs> I said, is it one that Morgan would like? <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay. There's not many children in it, but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have any posies. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's good and uh both john c Reilly and steve coogan are great uh i think steve coogan in particular is very very good in it and then i saw about <laughs> time you ever see you ever, you ever, you ever heard of this you ever, oh, you ever yeah, oh yeah oh yeah we saw that in th- we saw early screening of that oh wow i think that might have been the first <laughs> early screening i've ever seen did we see that in Alaska? Wow. Or yes. yeah, yeah. It was like I just looked up, like I was like trying to get in the underground movie scene up in Alaska. <laughs> sure. And there was like, here you can fucking sign up for this thing. There's gonna be an early screening of About Time, which early screenings are very common in larger markets, yeah. bigger cities. Yeah. But it, I remember that being like a big, like they're trying to do that in Anchorage, and so About Time was like one of the first movies that they tried that with. Free, we walked in, didn't, didn't have to pay a dime for free. That's so cool. Yeah. What'd you think? I mean, I thought, it was, I thought it was all right. You know, I thought it gets sweet. Here's the, my big gripe with it. And I enjoyed it. It is sure. sweet. And if you're just watching it for mm-hmm. that reason, um, you'll enjoy it because it definitely is like, oh, mm-hmm. you fall in love and it's a nice, and I like the fucking dad character. Um, yeah. But I don't know who that, I can't remember that actor's name, but. Everything I've seen him in, he's pretty, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's that British guy. What I don't get, 
And I'm a sucker for time travel. Mm-hmm. I love time travel. Even it's really sure. crazy to me that you remember, first of all, what the dad character even looks like. What? Why is this crazy? We saw it so long ago. I know. Some movies I know. But okay. here's what I know about this movie. And I don't know what I you're mean, about to first, say, but I have... This is the first movie he saw as a, you know, a free uh, pre-screening. Right, so it holds a special. Yeah, yeah momentous. Really made an impression. Time in his life. Um, there's a moment in the... This is a spoiler alert. If you don't want to know anything about this movie, you can don't listen to me say this. But he fucking boinks Rachel McAdams. They have a baby. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. A daughter that he falls in love with, and he in this movie he has the ability to go into a closet and travel through time, like reverse things, so he can fucking do them better. Like he's fucking that's like it's comical at sure. first, like oh I fucking am not smooth with a girl, and then he goes in the closet, and now he's smooth with a girl. Second chance man, right? So <laughs> he fucking <laughs> gets married to Rachel McAdams, falls in, like woos her with his cheating, time travel cheating. Not cheating on her, but you know, cheating at the game of woo, and (laughs) he fucking they have a daughter, and (laughs) I I can't actually remember. Sorry, the movie's about time, and time is fleeing me. But his dad dies, and I can't remember the timing. You remind me the timing. When was his daughter? Was Uh his daughter born at like the same time, or like? No, no, no. What happens is his daughter's born, and then later on, uh. You know, his sister's in some trouble, and uh, she gets in a bad car accident. She's drunk driving and stuff. And so he goes back in time to, like, fix her life. Like, she doesn't die, but her life's at a fucking very low point and shit. And so he goes back in time with her uh, to help her change her past so she never meets that one fucking asshole guy that led her down such a shitty path in her life. Yeah. And then, you know, they fix that, and then uh, they come back, and she's like, oh, I'm in love with this one guy. It's his friend. And it's like all the memories of that come flooding back to her of these new memories. And she's like, oh, so she's in love with this guy. So they go forward. But then he goes and uh, to go see his daughter. And it's a his he now has a son instead. Yeah. Different. doesn't even have the red hair that that he wanted to pass on to his daughter. Because sure. Obviously, this child was now conceived at a slightly different time. different time. Different sperm at that egg. Right. So he, has so he talks to dad about it. Da, 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 so he goes back in time. Yeah. And so he has to uh, let the car accident happen. And then he has to do, basically do it the, the tough way, the tough love way. And uh, with his sister, you know, uh, getting her. Right. He has no quarrels about letting that his son die or not exist. But he's already fallen in love with right. his daughter. No. So he wants, there's a connection there right. that he wants to get back to. So right. my quarrel is then his dad dies at some point. Right. That he can't, but, oh, his dad ha- also has the ability to travel through time. Yes. He's the original time traveler, OG. <laughs> he, so he's been fucking, he's read like every book 9,000 times and stuff. He's fucking super charming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he dies and then he has the choice to go back to save his dad. But again, does, does that somehow fucking make his daughter? No, he doesn't have the choice boy? to go back and save him. What it is is he goes, he can go back and like visit him after he's already dead. He can go back in time and like talk to his dad and stuff. Yeah. And spend time with him. But his wife wants to have another baby. Right. And so he's like hesitant on having another baby because as soon as they have that baby, 
he loses the ability to go back before that birth and visit his dad because his dad's already dead. Yes, and that's my quarrel. Mm. If he's able to reverse the car accident, why can't he still go back and visit his dad and then fucking <laughs> still have the same child when he goes forward? My quarrel is with the mean? undoing. Like that ruins the whole time travel thing. Because if it was such a big right, deal. Right. You're saying there's too many other variables. No, what I'm saying is if it, you go back once and you will have changed everything completely to, to some degree. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not. My quarrel isn't with how wrong the time travel in the movie is, except it is. Oh. As long as you're consistent with mm-hmm. it, I'm fine. But they're inconsistent in that he goes, he goes after he decides, oh, he wants his sister to fucking have the car accident. Yeah. After he realizes that. He doesn't want that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, after he realizes he wants his daughter and he lets that fucking right. car accident happen. I mean, yeah. he he made the decision to go back in time to not have that car accident happen. Saw he had a son. He's like, oh, fuck that. Went back and was like, mm-hmm. let's just have that shit play back as is. So he gets his daughter, his exact right. daughter back. So it's he's, undo- he's uh-huh. not like going back and then being like, I'm going to let things play out how they happened before. No, it's actually an undoing. Because even like just the butterfly effect, you know, he goes back and he lets right, right. the That's car accident saying. happen. He would still have a different child if it was like he's trying to recreate that moment to have a different child. He's like, no, there's too many little differences. But no, he was That's able. He was able to go back and completely undo his original prevention right. of the car accident to where he right. can now have his original daughter. So what is stopping right. him? from going back in time and visiting his fucking dad and then undoing it all and then going and having the same child. You know what I'm saying? If he can always go back to whatever the original right, was. Right, Because he did go back and, and get his daughter back. Right. It wasn't permanent. Right. So I'm saying like big fucking whoop. <laughs> Have as many yeah. kids as you want. Go back and visit your dad. It's like you could always undo it. It's not a sad. The, the whole the movie is like a, it's supposed to be this groundbreaking like decision that he has to make to never see his dad again. And I'm like, you can still visit him, homie. What the fuck? Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> not an amazing movie. Um, and then I saw uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh. What? I watched that last night. Oh my fuck! What'd you think? And it it's another it's another very sweet one. You know, it's it's good. Yeah. I definitely enjoyed it. I very it sweet. So you're putting good. that on the you're putting Stan and Ollie on the peanut butter falcon train. That's why I was asking if Morgan would like it. <laughs> it's putting about time on the peanut butter falcon. No, I think she would like it. No, Stan and Ollie. Oh, oh, I yeah. see what you're saying. Okay, word, word. Um, yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's definitely Peanut Butter Falcon is a recommendation on my part. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a solid one. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Check out Peanut Butter Falcon. You'll. It's a fucking feel good. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. I put Peanut Butter Falcon in like the Brigsby Bear category where it's like you just watch it and you're just enjoying it. Feel good. God damn it. Brigsby Bear is dope. Word up. Good movies, good watch. Very good. Good sewed. Everyone, thanks for listening. Um, 
let's see homework we got uh we gotta listen to a taylor swift album <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to do it in three pieces yeah piece per sure i even keep your picture in my piece pert you <laughs> nice lupe we have i don't i nice. don't think you want my musical opinions well of course we do yeah we do okay otherwise you're not on the pod if i didn't want your opinions yeah, that's right oh well thanks guys I want you to watch stuff, tell me about it, and then I will sum it up for the listeners. Okay. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm going to quit talking. Yeah. Wait, which, wait, hold on. What are we doing? Per, 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 per. We already we know. that already? We can, I, want, or, I want escapism. Yeah, I'll do this fucking salt box. I'll and do what's the last the one called? Other one. I don't yeah, know. We'll, we'll talk all about it next the week. Third one. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quit talking. Um, and I'm going to put butter on that shit. <laughs> Hi. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated.